The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. of common sense and comedy. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Wow, the wisdom of crowds, huh? (laughs) That's a crowd in Tampa, Florida chanting CNN sucks. Are they? No, I mean... I mean, sucks is kind of a broad term, but can we hear that clip one more time? Right, 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 right. I think that's I'm going to make that my ringtone. My ringtone today. This is a good one. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you that. So President Trump was in Tampa and CNN was covering it and Jim Acosta was covering it for CNN and the crowd started chanting things like that at times. Did he volunteer for that or did he get sent out for that? Well, he covers Trump. I mean, okay. that's, that's his beat now. So okay, I don't so know. his beat is Trump. I don't Right. Uh, okay. well, he at least does at times. I don't know if there's other things he mm-hmm. covers. That's where I always see him now. Uh, I'm sure they probably have other reporters covering. I don't know if it's standard for him to travel. I don't know what their breakdown is, but that's not uncommon for him to cover. Okay. Uh, the crowd understands what's going on. Listen, CNN, you have been biased. You have not been unbiased journalists. You've been biased. That's not Doc Thompson saying that. That's not an unfounded allegation. That allegation is quite founded. It's been founded damn near every day for the last several years. We know that's the truth. I'm not saying Fox News hasn't been in the tank for Trump. They absolutely are. These are what you call facts. Now, I understand in your little peanut-sized brain that you don't understand what a fact is. I get that. But that is the truth. You are, as a network, trying to disrail this administration, trying to bring this person down for the purposes of your political agenda. That is the truth. And guess what's going to happen when supporters of the president that you are trying to take down see you? They're going to chant, CNN sucks. I say you got off easy. Oh, yeah. They could have done (laughs) FCNN. They could have done all kinds of stuff. It could have been worse. It was a live broadcast. So you imagine them saying FCNN. But CNN is actually shocked by this. I don't know why. They're actually shocked. I... They're playing the victim. CNN is playing the victim here. Yes. Which that part doesn't shock me because that's what leftists do. But so CNN attacks the president in a biased fashion while pretending that they're the most trusted name in news because they're unbiased. You know, no, you don't understand. We're news. We're just they, they continue that while trying to manipulate. It's not a matter of saying, hey, we are the leftist network. Mm. Like, Fox says we're on the right. Yeah. They have promoted that at times. Yeah. You just come out and say that. I think it'll be fine. So be it. Yeah. You're fine. We get it. It's that we know you're trying to manipulate people. You're lying. You're hiding about this. So you come out and do that. And then people call you on it. 
And now, oh, you're the victim. Um, how dare you? I can't believe that. Jim Acosta, oh. so triggered and has been playing the victim. Look at how Trump beats up on me. Yet Joss continues to try to stick it, it to him on. Yes. This, uh, this is like uh, you punching somebody and then claiming that they hit you. Yes. That's Absolutely. what this says. You start, how Absolutely. dare you treat me this way? Jim Acosta, I have a clip of him with Wolf Blitzer last night while this was going on. Because this went on and throughout oh, yeah. the whole thing. It's whenever CNN was funny. there, whenever the crowd just, boop, just turned on him. It's so funny. So here's uh, Jim Acosta coming off a report, a uh, little recorded thing, and then uh, talks to Wolf. Here we go. Now, the White House closed out the month of July without holding a briefing for reporters today. That means the White House has held only three briefings for the press this month and eight total since the uh, end of May. There is no other way to describe what the White House is doing these days. Well, top officials, including the president, are hiding from the press. Okay, hold on a second. Now, a couple things. We're going to need to start that at the beginning so you can hear at the top. First of all, you hear the crowd in the background. Yes. They're almost as loud as him at this point. Yes. And he has the microphone, microphone on right him. There. Right, exactly. So here I'm chanting CNN sucks to this thing. But listen to the report yeah. that they're leading up to. That he's like, the White House has only had so many briefings. Was it three in the last month or mm-hmm. something like that? Which shows they're hiding yes. from the press. Yes. What are you getting in a briefing? <laughs> what, what, are you, what are you getting in a briefing? Uh, what they're doing. What How are you holding, them? right, as, as the media. Yeah. Let's say you were truly unbiased, wink, wink. Jim Acosta, right? And you're there trying to hold the president accountable, which I fully support. Mm-hmm. I believe presidents should you know, be held of accountable course. politicians. You should be willingly fielding questions. You, presidents shouldn't even necessarily wait for press conferences. In no. today's social media world, you know what the questions are. Just let it out. They could just randomly log on somebody that opposed to them yep. and hear what the criticisms are and say, here's the truth. They could do that. But fine, I absolutely support the fourth estate. Sure, here we go. But... For you to claim that this is somehow hiding from the media by not holding... They held three of them. Yeah. Okay, that's about one a week. Maybe today's world it should be more. All right. But they're holding them. They're holding them, yeah. Even if they didn't, what are you getting there in person? Do uh, Is the president there always? No, it's his spokesperson mainly. That's standard. All right. But they still speak for the president. Right. When you hold Laura Huckabee Sanders accountable there... Are you asking her the difficult questions that she's forced to answer mm. under threat of torture? Are you, you're holding her kids at gunpoint? <laughs> answer this question. Yeah. No. She runs the little meeting. She doesn't even have to call on you. No. She, she gives you what it's doing right. and bye. So they control it. Yes. So why are you so triggered that he wouldn't have this? Well, this is something Jim Acosta in particular has been on. A couple of other people in the media, how many of these he holds or doesn't hold in there. Because they're trying to make it look like he's hiding. Mm. Let's say they are. Again, what do you get? Not holding him accountable. You get an additional story out of it Mm. that he's not holding them. Or when they do, you don't get the opportunity to yell out of turn from the back that makes the administration look bad. What Jim Acosta is doing is creating a story where there is none, where they play the victim. Right. It's the the president against the the reporters. It's the big, powerful bully pulpit president against the reporters. These people who are just trying to do the work of the American people by holding the administration accountable. Remember, they are the ones 
with the power of the media. Every day we talk about the, the court of public opinion now. So Jim gets a story by playing the victim here. And when they do hold them, they get to holler things out, which holds the president yeah. accountable. Yep. But to their agenda. To their I mean. agenda, yeah. That's it. That's all they get. So yep. start it again and listen to him playing the victim right off. Now, the White House closed out the month of July without holding a briefing for reporters today. That means the White House has held only three briefings for the press this month and eight total since the uh, end of May. There is no other way to describe what the White House is doing these days. We have top officials, including hold, the president. Hold on one second there. Only eight since the end of May. Okay, it's today is August 1st. So they had That's one. That's two months. So. Eight. That's one a week. One a week. Yeah. They only ate since, so why didn't you say in the last two months or eight weeks? Because it sounds worse it sounds to say worse. May. Yes. Because then you have to do the math and people are not going to do math. Oh my God, he hasn't done one since it's May. May. It's August now. It's oh my gosh. It's August. A, May seems like oh, a long August. time ago. Yeah. It was two months ago. It so was they eight had, weeks ago. So they had, right. I mean, end of May is relative. Did you, yeah. Do you mean you know May 30th? Do you mean May 20th? Technically, May 20th is the end of May. Mm-hmm. It's not towards the beginning. It's closer towards the end. Right? You could say, so it's all subject. But really, you're talking as one a week, little minimum. as eight weeks. Yeah. Okay. So it's about, or about one a week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and by the way, I don't know how that compares with um, previous, previous administrations. Yeah. Maybe they did one a day. But- when he says briefings, he's saying briefings. That's where they get to ask questions. Yeah. They're holding more than that, like actual briefings I where they put so information too. out. Yeah. So, again, he's manipulating. But, okay, he's playing the victim there. Jim Acosta. Including the president are hiding from the press. And, Wolf, just hiding. to give you a sense as to what's happening right now, you can hear there is a chorus of boos and other chants from this Trump crowd here in Tampa, Florida. They're saying things like CNN sucks. Go home and fake news. Wolf, obviously, all of those things are false. We're staying right here. <laughs> oh, oh, They're oh, saying things like CNN sucks. Go home and fake news. Obviously, Wolf, all three of those things are false. And I'm saying right in here. I'm telling you right now, CNN does not suck. <laughs> we suck nothing. In fact, we will not use straws. We understand how they hurt the environment. We will not even suck with a straw. No. What people are doing in their own home, I cannot say. But as an official policy, we do not suck. We will not do such things. We're only missionary. We will hold. Absolutely not. And by the way, go home. That is false. That is false. We are I'm, not at home right now. No, I'm here to tell right you here. right here. You can see this is not a green screen. This is not CGI. No. I am standing here while people are chanting. All of that is false. What the cra- He's holding the crowd accountable. Yes. What they're chanting is false. Yes. <laughs> what? The next thing he has to do is turn around. Ar- seconds. Turn, right? The next thing he has to do is turn around and I sting his tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to know sticks and stones <laughs> may in fact, Wolf, break my bones. However, comma, <laughs> names will not ever, not now or ever in the future, hurt me or anyone else. <laughs> In fact, I'm having a script of that notarized and sent immediately off to the uh, the official congressional library. The Library of Congress will have a copy of this. So you know that this is all false. Wait. So what he wanted to say was, you know, we are not fake news. We're not fake news. Yeah. But he, 
But I want you to know that is all three of those things are fake. Those are False. inaccurate. <laughs> Chance of this Trump crowd here in Tampa, Florida, they're saying things like CNN sucks, go home, and fake news. Wolf, obviously, all of those things are false. <laughs> We're staying. <laughs> obviously, all of those are suck or are, are false. Yes. Wolf, do you now or have you ever sucked? Ooh. A good question because I have not. I hate to put you on the spot here, it's official company policy. Maybe the crowd knows something that, that I do know. not know. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, we have not now or ever sucked. Yes, uh, Bob the cameraman. Let me, Bob <laughs> is shaking his head. No, he does not suck either. <laughs> we we had some people who sucked one time, we Uh-oh. weeded them out immediately, Ooh, they cool. were fired. Great prejudice. They were marched out of the studios immediately once we found out they sucked. So I am here to tell you officially, I rebuke what the crowd is saying. I deny every one of these allegations. We do, in fact, not suck. We are here live. We have not gone home. We will not go home. I may move in here and will be here for the rest of my natural life to prove to you that that is false. I will live here while not sucking and continue not to present fake news. Wow, so many words. So triggered. Yes. I start that about 10 seconds where he goes through that litany. <laughs> Listen to this. Here Trump crowd here in Tampa, Florida, they're saying things like CNN sucks, <laughs> go home, and fake news. Wolf, obviously, all of those things are false. We're staying right here. We're going to do our job and report on this rally to all of our viewers here tonight. Wolf. As you should. Uh, all right, Jim Acosta, we'll stay in As very close should. touch. As you should. Yes. As you should. Yes. I'm with you, Acosta. Solidarity, my brother. Hashtag I stand with Acosta. <laughs> That's all they were missing. Hashtag I stand with Acosta. Oh, my gosh. So triggered. And playing the victim. We uh, will be here for all of our viewer. Everyone. The, the one you. that's left. Thank you. I will be here for all of our viewer tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so they're the victim. Yes. They, the crowd has turned on. How dare they? Look, at it's just sad. It's just sad that we are here not sucking. And they turned on us. We have never done anything to warrant any criticism. It's just I, the sensitive little snowflake, Jim Acosta, am being victimized by the president. What's so funny is he's trying to wear it like a badge of honor, like he's so brave. Yeah. Jim Acosta's brave for standing there lying in front of a crowd of people. And then what do you think was going to happen? Are they going to attack him? Do you really think that? Yeah. We will not go home despite their chanting. The chanting that, you know how damaging chanting is? Oh, yeah. You know, long-term exposure to chanting leads to... to Tinnitus? Right? Tinnitus? I think it could, you know, like a, yeah, it, it, sometimes you leave and it's still in your, you know, like when you go to a concert, yeah, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. It could, it could lead to that. And he's standing there facing them. Yeah. Just like the, uh, just like the allied forces storming the beaches of Normandy, <laughs> fighting off Nazis. He's just as brave. Jim Acosta doing that for you. What a triggered little sensitive play the victim snowflake. And by that, I mean, he's progressive. That's what you got last night. Funny, though. Mm-hmm. He didn't let it go either. <laughs> of course he did not. not let it go. Of At the little uh, rally last night in Tampa, the president said something that was 
probably primarily inaccurate. Okay. He was talking about voter ID. Okay. Voter ID should be a no-brainer for everybody. Why in the world would you not demand people present proof that they are who they say they are when they go to vote? When I first started voting, I was shocked that they're like, and your name? Great. Come on in and vote. Is this your signature? Yeah. Sign here. Make it match. It's not like they're um, (laughs) forgery experts or anything. It's some old lady. She can barely see my name. You know, and that's that's our level of security. It shocked me. It's a no brainer. You do have to present ID in so many other places. Yeah. You rent a car. You get an airline ticket to get on an airplane. You buy alcohol. All these different things that we accept where you have to prove your ID, uh, present an ID to prove who you are, maybe to you know, prove your age or whatever. Okay, fine. But when it comes to voting, we don't. So the Trump administration is right to push this as an issue it should be a no-brainer the people who claim it's about trying to keep people down false they're just trying to again play the victim so they can divide people and gin them up to vote democrat that's all it is this is this is a non-issue that they've tried to make into an issue so the president brings this up he does say something that is probably primarily inaccurate listen you know if you go out and you want to buy groceries you need a picture on a card you need ID. Uh, do you need ID to buy? Vo- uh, a gro- sorry, do you need ID to buy vo- groceries? Uh, no. You don't, unless you're paying need- with a check. Exactly. That's why I said probably primarily inaccurate. Um, can you buy groceries without an ID? Yes. Yes. You can absolutely go and do that. Can you usually go and do that? Yeah, I buy groceries all the time. Almost always, I put on credit cards. I play everything oh, on yeah. credit card, and then I pay at the end of the month. Um, and I'm rarely asked to see an ID when I swipe my card. Yeah. Once in a while, somebody will yeah, when I purchase someone's credit annoyed. card. And right, and yeah. I am. I'm like, what? What? Right. And uh, so, yeah, uh, primarily you don't. You can, at times, if you're paying with credit card, need one. If those groceries include cigarettes or alcohol, yes. you will be asked for one almost always. And you say, well, that's not groceries. Well, what I mean by that is a lot of people will buy alcohol or cigarettes when, uh, or tobacco products in general, as they're checking out. out. Or if you're getting cash back, sometimes they will ask you. Mm -hmm. So if you go into Walmart where you're buying groceries as well as other things, they may ask you, but that's not common or as often. And those aren't considered groceries. You can, if you're paying with a check. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you can. I would take it at this. The president misspoke. Okay. There are so many other ways that you can uh, prove the point of voter ID, as we said, when you're buying alcohol, if you go down to uh, uh, perform official duties as a citizen, you know, in other ways, or if you're getting on a plane or buying, yeah, they're going to, they're going to demand an ID. If you go to buy a gun, they're going to demand an ID. This is what happens. So I'll give it to him that he misspoke. Oh, my gosh. The little snowflakes were so triggered. Really? Oh, they melted down, including Jim Acosta, who tweeted out a reference to it, a link to the Trump. And here's what he said. Trump out of touch here. You don't need an ID to buy groceries. How's that out of touch? Because they're saying that he doesn't buy his own groceries. He's one of those rich people. Well, maybe he pays with check. Maybe you do. That's what I'm saying. It's like, I I should see Trump paying with a check. Even if it's like 42 cents, that's exactly what you do. (laughs) Sorry, a little bit more on this and some of your tweets coming up on The Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh, what a concept.
The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. people learning things about cnn playing the victim here and them not sucking <laughs> are you sure i sure because tj Toppin saying long-term exposure to chanting can lead to having chants stuck in your head chants are seldom done well oh leading the earworms yes earworms yes. so you know he's at he's at the plane cnn oh, crap Damn it. crap Damn it. we don't suck we don't i'm telling you cnn <laughs> shoot Go home, go home. I don't, I got things to do. We're not fake news, fake news, fake news. Jack Cole Saddletram saying, uh, to Acosta, covering POTUS is equivalent to charging pillboxes onto Iwo Iwo Jima. Yeah, Iwo Jima or the Atlantic Wall, the other other theater. Yeah. Yep, that's exactly what it's like. Uh, Yeah, so he tweeted out, Trump out of touch here. You don't need an ID to buy groceries. And, like I said, of course, yeah. you can buy them. Probably most of the times you do you buy groceries, you do not need them, but occasionally you do. I think there were better examples Trump could have said. I don't think it's about being out of touch. It may be a little out of touch for being old or whatever. <laughs> um, and he probably is a little out of touch. He probably doesn't buy a lot of groceries. He certainly not now as president. But even leading up to it, he's probably not walking through... Uh, you know, Walmart Superstore yeah. late at night or Super Target. Yeah. You know what? I think I need some more Biscoff cookies. I find Ooh. them tremendous. They're cookies. amazing. Mm. Skim or 2%. Mm. Which one? Mm. You know what I love? Count Chocula. <laughs> I do. He would be buying those. old school sodas. Yeah. He'd be like, <laughs> King Vitamin. Where, where is King? Where are they? What happened to Quisp? And where is Quake? those were fantastic cereals <laughs> i need more bran in my diet uh, lucky more for fiber. <laughs> lucky for saying despite jim acosta hearing the crowd of people chanting cnn sucks he persisted he persisted you know he's like i persisted i persisted I persisted. Oh my gosh, we got to do that. Jim Acosta <laughs> persisted. Okay, um, other people tweeted in response to the whole uh, Trump, you know, oh. grocery thing. These are just some other random tweets or social media comments. Uh, this man has never bought a carton of milk in his life, has he? Uh, I'm I'm willing to bet at some point he probably has. When he was a younger man, sure. Maybe not in, maybe not even the last twenty years. But I'm guessing he's purchased a carton of milk. Uh, who purchased cartons of milk? Uh, a lot of jugs now. The not jugs. as many cartons. No, so, Thank you. So, so when that was the last is, time that person went shopping? Yeah, not as many cartons. As, <laughs> I think more jugs now, it's more jugs. of a split. Back yeah. in the day, it was carton. Even the gallons were cartons. Yes. They're the big cartons. Uh, <laughs> another one tweeted, of course, Trump is the guy who writes a check when buying groceries. What's wrong with that? I mean, it's a little old. You're not doing that. My mom still does it. Okay, it's a little old. (laughs) My mom loves that Is that bad? Of course, Trump is the one. It's like saying, of course, he's the one who writes a check when buying groceries. Nazi. (laughs) 
<laughs> Only <laughs> Nazis write checks when buying groceries. White supremacy. I mean, it's a little annoying when they haven't written the check yes. out and they're like, and what is 32 and how, what's 14 cents? And do I make, and this to make to that to Target or Target Superstores? Yeah. There's some sort of corporate or yeah. store number I need with the <laughs> Target. And Target is T-A-R. Is it 2-R? Tar- Where's the circle? In the lo- there and you it need is. my driver's license number? And you number? need this with that. I put that oh. on there. In the memo, I'm going to write for groceries. Is that okay? Does that mean my wife won't realize that I also bought some other thing? I mean... Yeah, if he's doing that, yeah. <laughs> but paying with a check does not equal racist or Nazi or oh, something. White privilege. Like white privilege. None of that. It just probably means you're a little bit old. Yeah. Maybe out of touch. <laughs> Get the tweets in. Hashtag what I learned today at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Food. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. By the way, if uh, if you are somebody who has been victimized by chanting, okay, somebody that has been victimized, the, the medical condition known as Irius Wormius. Oh, that's a serious. It one. really is. You're out there, Once and it, it just plants there, it in there. It's very it's difficult it's... to get rid of. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I have not checked yet, but I'm pretty sure that WaxRx works on that. It gets rid of Irius Wormius. Okay. It just so if you've been victimized by some sort of chanting and it's in your head and you're going CNN sucks, see, and you're like driving uh, down trying to get it out of there and you just can't. can't. You're trying to find it. I'm pretty sure it works. Okay. Yeah, I haven't proven. I'm going to check today. Maybe I'll expose myself to some to chanting. Some get the ear Wormius and Sorry. see if uh, you know if it works. I know it works beautifully, perfectly on getting rid of earwax. Oh yeah, it's... and other debris in your ear. Just uh, go to usewaxrx.com today. Pick up the system, buy it, have it shipped to your house. They'll ship it to you for free if you use the promo code radio, and you'll have it on hand to get rid of that earwax. So you don't have to shove a Q-tip in there, possibly damaging your ear. And if it does work on the earworms mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you'll be able to have boom right there so if you're around some sort of hostile crowd that's victimizing C- cnn's jim acosta and you cnn sucks jim acosta's you just whew, good done Out. <clears throat> it's a three-step system the first is the eardrops that uh, soften the earwax or i think helps dislodge the earworm And then the specially designed pump that uh, flushes it all out. Earwax just comes right out with it. And then, boom, the earworms, you see flora CNN socks. It's right out of your... That's fantastic. Yeah, and then the pH balance rinse that leaves your ears soft and supple. What do you want? It's usewaxrx.com. Again, I haven't proven the earwax, but I'm going to try it today. (laughs) Usewaxrx.com. All right, a couple more uh, tweets with the hashtag what I learned today. Uh, The C42 saying, whoa! Jugs and no cowbell. Sorry about that. That's mine. That's mm, that's on me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Opera yada yada saying Trump purchasing jugs. I thought this was about groceries. When did we regress to Stormy Daniels? Um, it's all kind of uh, kind of thrown together now. Oh, the lines okay. have become blurred. Blurred. Right, and that's you know it's just the world we live in. Oh, that's kind of what okay. it is. Sam F saying what I learned tonight. I had to show ID to buy a disposable credit card. Uh, 
Yeah, that's right. A lot of times you will. Yeah. The the uh, just yeah, uh, the, one-off credit the one-off cards. Credit cards. Yeah. You Interesting have to show you for that. Yeah, not the most eloquent from Trump. Not the best example, but not necessarily inaccurate. And again. I had fun with President Obama and 57 states. Yes. And even said on the air, we gave him the business about it, but also said, I'm sure that Barack Obama knows, knows yes. that there are 50 states. Yes. I'm sure he got caught up in the doing the math and I have two more left and whatever. Doc, I need you to tell me if this is true or not. Cooler with a C tweeting out what I learned today. Jim Acosta is the nerdy kid who took names while the teacher was out of the room. Oh, my golly. Hashtag little bitch. <laughs> he is. Isn't he? He's the kid. He is. Oh, my gosh. Mrs. Smith, Thompson, and Cruz left the room while you they were, were not out. here. They ran out in the hall and then back in. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, I hate him so much more now. You know who else he is? <laughs> is he? Oh, don't forget we have that test oh. today. No oh, homework that's right. today? Yeah, no homework. No Don't homework forget, today? you said you were going to give us homework today. <gasps> what happened to that pop quiz? You just said that pop quiz today. That's right. We we <laughs> I know we've already cut into the time, but you could still get it in, teacher. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're Where's so Where's the right. reading assignment? No reading assignment tonight? You usually give us on Fridays that's reading really assignments. That's really astute. That's highbrow thinking <laughs> that there. Is. Who is that? Uh, Kool-Aid with a C. Yeah, you have, uh, you've done good today, my friend. <laughs> Joining us now, the author of Lost Shepherd, How Pope Francis is Misleading His Flock, his flock. Philip Lawler, how are you, sir? I'm doing fine, and you? Doing well. Uh, good to have you on again. I think we had you on once before to talk about some of this stuff. And uh, the Catholic Church in the news again. More and more just the last couple of days about uh, potential abuses, more priests that have been accused, uh, more potential or probable hidings of priests who've been accused of inappropriate activities and it doesn't seem like the pope fully is uh is really doing what he has to do no this is part of the argument that i make in the lost shepherd is that pope francis was clearly elected to be a reformer and particularly on a couple of issues he was elected to do some serious reform one was the sex abuse issue the other was the financial issue the, the accountability in the Vatican, and neither of these has has really happened at all. In fact, on both fronts, I think things have gotten considerably worse. But particularly on the sex abuse front in the United States now, I have to say I've been covering Catholic affairs for 40 years, and I have never seen the level of anger and frustration among the Catholic laity approaching what we have now. It's really a critical situation. Yeah, and you're right. One of the things you could say that was good as Francis uh, became pope is that he was the one being part of the uh, the Jesuits who was committed to poverty and you know taking a vow of poverty himself and whatever, which made him more human. Made the pope put in, the, which I think was wonderful. But the other part to be a reformer. You're right, both on the economics of the church and also because of these abuses. So if that's the the couple of things that you can say, good, this guy's in there and he's not doing them, then this has been this is bad. It's very bad. I mean, particularly again referring to the problem we're having, the crisis that we're having in America today among Catholics. It's a crisis that erupted because a cardinal archbishop, not just an ordinary priest, the Archbishop of Washington D.C., one of the most high-profile prelates in the world 
was abusing seminarians, molesting seminarians. And what's particularly frustrating is this was no secret. And for most of this pontificate, we've heard about the need for new policies and procedures so that bishops can be held to account. Um, And it's been five years now, and we still don't have those policies and procedures. But beyond that, it's not just a matter of policies and procedures. If you're another bishop, and you know that the Archbishop of Washington is molesting seminarians, why don't you do something about it? So it's not just a question of of the abuse. It's also a question of this culture of silence and this uh, culture of mendacity, not not telling the truth, not holding people to account. And that's why I say that the Catholics with whom I speak every day are just angrier than I've ever seen them before. Yeah, it's 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 really interesting to see how frustrated people are. They keep trying to um, to hope for the best and hope that something is going to change, but it's not. They know it's just getting worse and worse for them, and this goes against so much of what their faith is based on. You know, the real damage here, Philip, is, in my opinion, when it comes to the sex abuse scandal and actual abuse that went on, is not the individual who was hurt. The individuals, obviously, it's reprehensible and it's horrible what they went through. But the big problem is you're uh, potentially damning them because if you, as a member of the clergy, uh, abuse them, so it takes all of their um, interest, potential faith, or support of Christianity out of their life. In other words, they rebuke it. I've, oh, they, the church did me wrong. Or if this is what Christianity is a religion, I don't want it. How could this happen? And they deny God the rest of their life. You've damned them. Yes. It, I mean, it's hard to overstate how evil this activity is because you're, you're right. I mean, you have at best, you've given people psychological scars that will never go away. But it, it, it's very likely to be worse than that, and an awful lot of these uh, abuse victims have become totally alienated from the church, and, and that's so understandable, and it's so heinous. Think about it on the grand scheme, too. So you're a millennial or a Gen Z, and you've grown up in an America that has had less support of Christianity or of faith in general. I mean, it's just, you know, it's more secular and the whole, you know, your schools and everything focus. And then you see in the news story after story about sex abuse that gives um, a lot of people who just want to be anti-Christian, anti-faith, ammunition to say, look at these people and this is wrong. See, you're, you're changing entire generations and their access to faith. You are. And let me tell you, this is another thing that's changed this time around. It's hard for me to believe that it was 15 years ago we were talking about this. Uh, And 15 years ago, a lot of good, loyal Catholics were inclined to say, oh, the media's out to get the church again. And that was not an irrational action, because frankly, the media is often out to get the church. But it wasn't the media's fault. Uh, This time around... I haven't run into anybody who's giving the bishops that that way out. Everybody understands this is a serious problem. And what's most frustrating of all is 15 years ago, we were assured by all the bishops, well, now we understand, now we're going to take action. And 15 years later, here it is again. 
And the the refrain that I keep hearing is they still don't get it. I uh, I was a little concerned recently with Pope Francis uh, um, identifying friends and enemies using the media and even uh, discussing the media. That's that's concerning. It is. In fact, that's to be honest, as I may have told you when we spoke before, that was one of the reasons why I decided to write The Lost Shepherd. It wasn't a book that I wanted to write. Uh, no Catholic wants to write something critical of the Pope. But when I heard day after day uh, at the Vatican, the Pope was using really inflammatory language, divisive language, um, to speak about some Catholics who had ideas different from his own, um, and condemning them as, you know, the new Pharisees and the doctors of the law and the people who are rigid and throw books of dogma at people. All of this really sort of insulting language that day after day. And if you think, as, as you should, of the Pope as the source of unity in the Church, you know that something is really wrong when he has become the source of division. When the, Rather than having the argument settled in Rome, you find that, that Rome is provoking new arguments. It's, you're right about that, and it's so interesting because you've got somebody who, as we said, by all accounts, Jesuit and different, you know, a, a person who uh, has spent their life in the clergy and ministering to people. It's so bizarre to say that they would become arrogant, but there is this air of arrogance about him with this stuff. It's not about, you know, I'm going to speak the truth, and here's what I believe, and I will be rigid in these things because it is the truth. I'm speaking the word of God. I accept all of that. You don't have to be mean, but you can be rigid in those things. But he's got an air of arrogance about it when it comes specifically to some of those issues, like a chip on his shoulder. Yes, that's true, and it's provoked a problem at the Vatican, too. I mean, we've been speaking this morning mostly about problems in this country, but there's, there is also a morale problem at the Vatican because um, the employees at the Vatican, a lot of them, staff members, are worried. They're worried about their jobs. Uh, they're worried that they might cross the Pope intentionally or even unintentionally, and he has shown that he he definitely rewards his friends, but he also definitely punishes those who he perceives as his enemies. So you've had people who have been dismissed fairly abruptly, uh, and uh, everybody's sort of looking around with their, you know, looking over their shoulders, wondering uh, if they could be nice. It's not a healthy atmosphere. Philip, I appreciate the uh, the book so much. Thank you so much for being with us and sharing once again. We'll post uh, links to it on social media. It's called Lost Shepherd, How Pope Francis is Misleading His Flock. Um, I, I think you've done some good here. It's, I know it's a, a difficult subject to discuss, especially if you're Catholic, but uh, I think you did well. Thank you very much, and thanks for having me on. Thanks, Philip. Thank you. Appreciate you joining us. It's uh, it's really frustrating, especially you said, if you're Catholic, and this is the person who you believe... Um, was possibly, probably, most likely, divinely chosen to lead the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's frustrating. You're like, how could this, you know, be? And you see the mistakes, and hey, you're not supposed to criticize and whatever. And there's the divide between faith, a particular branch of faith, and the church. Very different things. Yep. God, Christianity, faith, and churches, and there's the difference. Churches are made up of men, maybe divinely inspired. They're trying to lead. They're trying to do good, but ultimately is made up of men, and popes are men. Maybe divinely picked. (laughs) 
but still men. Yep. Still people, still person. They are they are with uh, they are not without sin, and that's what we have to remember. So as we've discussed, call out the sinner or the sin, not the sinner. Condemn the sin, not the sinner. Mm-hmm. That applies to the Pope as yeah. well. Just because he happens to be somebody who has achieved that position, and you believe that that has been in the past, maybe even in this case, divinely chosen, their actions are still in play. What they do is still in play. Yes, judge the actions, not the person. On social media, don't judge me just because I did this, 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 and this. Don't judge me. Well, they bring up a point in, again, take the plank out of your own eye before you notice the speck in mine. But it is perfectly acceptable and right and righteous for us to call out wrong when we see it. Yes. It's just not your place to call out the individual for it. Yes. In other words, Chris, you did that wrong. I should probably say it in a nice way, especially if you're a friend. Hey, man, you know, but this is the standard and you can't do that. I'm not saying you're a bad person for it, even if it is the most heinous of acts, because that is not my place to judge. That's God's. That is his exclusive domain. But we are directed to call out bad when we see it. That is sin. That is wrong. That's I don't know why that's such a difficult concept. Maybe it's maybe it's our laziness or sloppiness. I think it's laziness where we say that's wrong over there. And then our sensitivity that if somebody calls us out, myself included, in fact, my me first and foremost, criticisms really difficult. They suck. Criticisms are they're awful. You did that wrong. That thing, that thing, that's how dare you? Because we want to defend because we feel bad instead of saying, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done it or I'm embarrassed by it. Usually mm-hmm. it's embarrassed. Yeah. I'm embarrassed and I feel stupid and whatever. What do you do? Defend. It's not wrong. Yep. That's not bad. And that sets you down the path of claiming something that is wrong is not wrong. It's embarrassment. Don't you think that's mostly what it is? Oh, yeah. 100%. It's 100%. I mean, when I busted in on you accidentally last week. What did you? I'm sorry. When you were in the dressing room and I caught you, I was like, Chris, come on. Yeah. I mean, there's more embarrassment than anything else. It was embarrassing. Okay. Yeah. Something I do normally, but when you catch me, it's Lock the door. That's all I'm saying. Lock the door. Well, the door was locked. (laughs) You used the key. So. I mean, like you use the, the slide oh, ball the thing. Oh, the slide, that, I'm oh. I'm just saying, okay. you know, when uh, you're doing something like that, the extra, you I know. I thought you were running. Oh, okay, we'll get a break. The next generation of talk radio. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network. Instead of punching a total stranger this morning, punch these numbers into your phone. 888-900-3393. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Tweets now. Hashtag what I learned today at Doc Thompson Show. Please follow me. I got Zippy the Wonder Monkey saying, I have a CID written on the back of my debit card instead of signing them. So yeah, I need ID to buy groceries. 
Uh, I've heard of people doing that. Yeah. I hate those people too. Do they, do the worker bees, only if they see it, if you're just swiping, they're not going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. But if but worker bees will ask you for that. Or I, I've had worker bees ask me, um, can you sign the back? No. Yeah, and what, signing the back, what does that do for them? It They're not matching against the signature that they have on file. Oh, well, you should put CID. No. Do you want my money or not? By the way, um, <laughs> speaking of voter fraud, it is common. People want to pretend, especially on the left, that this dog doesn't happen. We know the history of voter fraud. You know about the dead people in Chicago voting mm. for Kennedy. You understand Acorn signing up Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and all this or registering them. In 2013, people are always like, give me a case. 2013, a 58-year-old poll worker in Cincinnati, someone who worked at the polls, was sentenced to five years in prison for voter fraud. Wow. She admitted to four counts of illegal voting in 2009, wow. 2010, and 2012. Ouch. <clears throat> One of the count. What's that? I said, ouch. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. One of those charges uh, were uh, for voting for her sister, who was in a coma. Oh, you can't do that. They had dropped four other charges against her. She was a poll worker, and part of the reason the judge uh, took this so seriously is because she has an extensive criminal past. Wow. She was a poll worker with an extensive history of being a criminal. So this is our standard. Okay. When she was arrested at the time and they interviewed her, she said to the local media, excuse me, I can't understand these charges against me. What? Have they never heard of a simple mistake that's have they never heard of overlooking mailing in a ballot and registering to vote at a precinct you've forgotten that you had mailed in a ballot (laughs) i'm sorry that's not a mistake that's not a mistake no she she had her one of these charges the money bill ones that was dropped she signed her daughter up and had her daughter come down and vote extra too Mm. So, have you never heard? I can't understand the civil charge. Remember when I said people who either are embarrassed or don't want to admit the mistake? Defend, 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 defend. defend. And these, this was this year. There were six people accused of voter fraud at wow. the end of uh, two, in just Hamilton County, which is Cincinnati yeah. area, in 2012. Those are the ones that they they caught. Margaret Allen allegedly voted absentee, but is not a, a resident of Hamilton County. <laughs> she had a court hearing. Uh, Ernestine Strickland lives in Tennessee, but voted in Hamilton County uh, while staying for six months with family members, even though she wasn't registered. Um, Andra, Andre Wilson allegedly registered to vote during Golden Week, whatever that is, uh, <laughs> listing uh, the address that wasn't his home. Wow. Three others as well. But that doesn't happen, Doc. That's just that one election that one area. in just Hamilton County that they actually caught. That's it. So likely a few others as well. Wow. By the way, Brad Thor's new book is out and doing really, really well. Yeah. It's called Spy Master. And I mean, I'm sure Brad said, let's write something timely, something topical as, the, as a background. And he did. He wrote about Russia and how Russia is... Very similar to like what it was as part of the Soviet Union in the Cold War. <clears throat> you know, those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. There's nothing new under the sun. Everything that has been will be again. It's just always a slight variation on the theme, and that's what you got. And that's yep. the basis of Spymaster. In fact, the Washington Post says uh, Brad Thor convincingly portrays Russia as a reborn Cold War era evil empire hell bent on reconquering its former territory. Huh. 
Yep. You think? Yeah, it's almost like it's a documentary. <laughs> Spymaster is the summer's must-read thriller. It's the latest from Brad Thor, the number one New York Times best-selling author. It starts with a rumor, a remote cabin in Norway, and mm. an American intelligence operative charged with stopping the next world war before it begins. Counterterrorism expert Scott Harvath's mission is one of the deadliest he has ever undertaken. Look for Spymaster today wherever books are sold. It's Spymaster from Brad Thor, available now. Pitt saying, poll worker and no Bell, you guys are slipping. Uh, I'm gonna give you that. I'm gonna give you that. I'm gonna do a preemptive because I'm sure poll worker will come up again today. <laughs> That's a preemptive one. Get him in and follow at Doc Thompson Show. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Exchanges ever in this building just happened. What are you talking about? Oh, the uh, with Mordecai. Mordecai <laughs> pops in the studio, and I, I'm only half paying attention. And somehow he's asking Chris, "What? Why was he asking what you were drinking?" Because of my wine glass right here. He thought I was drinking wine. No, but why did that even come up? You've got earth water in it. I got earth, and earth water. Is real yeah, dark. It's, it's real dark, and it okay. looks. And he has a hey, what are you drinking wine? I'm like, yes, I'm drinking wine. Uh, why would seven he, o'clock in the morning? Why would he think it? Why would he? Exactly. Have you, I, keep, you keep your alcoholism very hidden. You're not. You. You're not overt no. about it at all. Okay. So he asked me if I was if drinking, drinking wine. wine. I said and, yes. And Chris says yes. And he got into this exchange, and then Chris goes, "What are you, an idiot? Yeah, I'm not so drinking wine, whatever." <laughs> and he goes, "Look at it. It's dark. It's it's not wine." And Mordecai says, "There's dark wine like that." Chris is like, "No, there's not." He goes, "What about blackberry wine?" And this exchange went back and forth. <laughs> I say to Chris, uh, or, or uh, to Chris, I'm like, "Yeah, there's blackberry wine." I, I, I was and shocked goes, that there is. I'm oh, like, okay. okay. And Chris thinks I'm being legit yes. about it. Mordecai thinks I'm just getting his back and yes. going along with it. I thought it was over. And then it turns out Mordecai's like, oh, I was just giving you the business. There's really a Blackberry wine. <laughs> and then it de-evolves into the discussion about Mad Dog 2020. <clears throat> Such an odd, odd exchange. Today. <laughs> and those are the people we hire. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then I didn't realize, I knew Mad Dog over the years had come up with additional flavors. Yeah, you talk about... a pink one? Yes, yes. What's the pink? Uh, The pink is... uh, Watermelon or something? Oh, man. It's a risotto, pink moscato. Pink moscato. That's not Mad Dog. Oh, I didn't know. We're looking at Mad Dog. Mad Dog 2020. Yeah, you guys said... Because you guys said there's a pink version, right? Yes. But I don't know what the flavor is. Oh, yeah, there is. Whoa, that's a lot. Here you go. <laughs> they got the rainbow colors. Oh, my gosh. What are the flavors there? Uh, so you got dragon fruit, blue raspberry, 
electric melon, strawberry kiwi, red grape wine, orange jubilee, banana. Uh, Ooh, banana. Peaches and cream. Is, orange, is banana by itself or is it with something else? Uh, banana and grape, I think. Banana. Yeah, banana and grape. Is banana the orange one? That's a red one. It's like, like, like a red peaches, yeah. yeah. Okay. Number one, what is that one? Is that grape then? So no plum? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please tell me about plum. Yeah. Then, <laughs> then of course, it uh, culminated into, listen, kids, you don't know what it was like. We didn't have a rainbow of flavors when I was. How many I had flavors? two choices. My mad dog came in two flavors, grape and plum. Chris goes, plum? <laughs> Seriously, who plum. was the guy out there that peaches? All right, here we go. Plum is the next flavor. Right, this is right. Are you kidding me? All these fruits out there, you pick plum. Right, at the day, that was it. I say, okay, grape, because that yes, is what wine, wine is yeah. made from. Okay, start with grape, and you can do other flavors. Plum. It's like, we could go all plum. That's where it's our sweet spot right there. And then that's where Mordecai goes, isn't that the thing that, that makes, makes you go you to the poop? <laughs> Said, no, you eat it. Listen, that's all, yeah, that's prune, but all flavors of Mad Dog make you go poof. That's the, that's part of the, It all goes right through you. That's, that's the reason it's Mad Dog. That's, but yes, I quickly became the, listen, kids, passion fruit, dragon fruit, strawberry. We didn't have those. One, two flavors of Mad Dog. Sometimes we couldn't even get that. Did y'all actually drink Mad Dog? When I was a kid? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's easy to get, right? Yes, exactly. Oh, they have a yeah. kiwi lemon. I had a uh, sad tradition with friends for a few for a while. With Mad Dog? Yeah. Ooh. Can you uh, share or? We, uh, we have this town festival where I'm from, Geneva, uh, Ohio. It's the Grape Jamboree. Oh, but I think it's the last full weekend in September. It's actually a fun event. That that area, as you drive out through the uh, the country, Late September, mm-hmm. and because there's tons of grapes there. It's the mm. grape capital of Ohio. You drive through, and window open on a nice day, and mm. you smell the grapes. And that area is known for Concord grapes. So it's that traditional grape flavor. It's not the white grapes or whatever. It's that grape flavor mm-hmm. you get even with gum. Those are the Concord grapes. Love them. Anyway, <clears throat> so my friends and I, who sadly started drinking at a young age, <clears throat> like junior high school, we had acquired a bottle of Mad Dog, and it, it was the grape because it was grape jamboree. Okay. And got liquored up on the Mad Dog. Okay. One of my friends, Chad, had uh, just eaten a large portion, an extra large portion of greasy, fair-type French fries. Ooh, yummy. <clears throat> yummy. And my other buddy, Don Bennett, decided to get in on that action as well. <laughs> On the fries action? On the fries action. Okay. This is immediately before consuming a large amount of Mad Dog 2020 grape flavor. <laughs> I saw the fries twice. <laughs> before they ate them and afterwards. They were purple afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so then it became a tradition. I actually managed to not get sick that time. Really? So I was, yeah, I was doing okay oh, for okay. myself there. But it became a tradition for a few years to always get drunk at Grape Jamboree on Mad Dog. <laughs> Hair of the dog that bit you. Right back at it. Get back on that horse. <laughs> what about the fries? Did, were the fries part of the tradition? They were not. Okay, they were not. Okay, we learned okay. a lesson there. Okay, okay. And if you got to give up one, 
Yes. You give up the fries, yes. not the yes. Mad Dog. So that was it. But yeah, that was. And yeah, it was easier to acquire. Cheaper, you know, if. Uh, if you nobody to, wants it. So you nobody wants it. it yeah. So it's out there. Right. And you also, you know, if, if, if one bottle is going to get more people liquored up. You know, if you're a kid, that type of thing. That was your that was our goal today. So, yeah. OK. So, yeah, it devolved into that. That's where we're at. <laughs> Have you ever had the Mad Dog? No. Uh, I got some funny tweets. Uh, Henry saying some people need to mind their own business about day drinking, and it's a picture of him <laughs> watching us drinking an ice beer. <laughs> mind your own business about day drinking. Day is a relative term. You don't know what hours I work. You don't know me exactly. And it's five o'clock somewhere else. That's right. You don't know me at all. I could stop anytime I want. But I'm not going to stop right now. Not right now, because I don't want to. That's the difference. Let me just... the, w- <laughs> the, wilderness, uh, the wilderness saying, uh, it's not the TMB without poop mention. I mean, it's germane to the conversation. I'm not trying to find a way to discuss it, it this. Was, it Mordecai was, it brings was. it up. Uh, Jackal Saddletramp saying, uh, Mad Dog 2020 has flavors. I thought they were just different colors of bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, so what decision a, am I making today? Let me just say, I've not tried them, but much like the grape and plum, I don't know that it's actually <laughs> flavored that way. It is definitely colored different. But you know they could just be doing that, right? You just you just add different food coloring. They're at the factory. It all goes into the bottle. They just add a couple different drops of food coloring. You're good to go. <laughs> No, Thank no, you. call it uh, passion fruit. <laughs> Dragon fruit. Uh, banana grape. <laughs> <laughs> TJ Toppin saying, you don't get Mad Dog for flavor. You get it because it's cheap, it'll get you drunk, and it was key in the barracks. <laughs> key in the barracks. <laughs> you know what's funny about this? Uh, over at uh, Boone's Farm. What is Boone's Another oh, yeah. wine. That's, oh, that's okay. Roger They're like, Mad Dog. <laughs> Here, hold my wine. That's right. <laughs> Thank God for uh, Moon Dog, Mad Dogs around for the Boone's Farm folks because they have somebody to mock. <laughs> They're like, Mad Dog, at least we're not them, right? <laughs> we need some sort of flavor, though. Uh, that's funny. That's Hi, funny. kid, I got an idea. It's called Dragon Fruit. Go, go, get it to press. I don't even know if I've even seen Mad Dog like on a store shelf at a... So the only time I seen it was when I was on a road trip from Florida to Virginia with my grandpa. He went to the store and he was like, I want some juice. And I was like, okay, then go grab juice. You wanted what? Juice. Oh, like yeah, fruit like, juice. Yeah, fruit juice. I thought I you were like, talking about some, uh, no, some no. Israelis. They're like... <laughs> so he goes, and then it's funny, he brings the t- Mad Dog 2020. And I was like, grandpa, I was like, oh, too late. You would drink half of it. You know, that's alcohol, right? He's like... I never drank before, and this is the first time I'm 80 something. I'm drinking. <laughs> you slipped him a Mickey. I didn't slip him a Mickey. Oh, he, he slipped he himself a Mickey. <laughs> he got himself drunk Ooh, by mistake. Dragon fruit. Yes, juice. exactly. Is that what it was? Yep. Oh my gosh. He's Wait. like, this is exotic. Yeah, for you, you never drank in your whole 80 years of life. So he's got a little bit of the Chris cruising. I'll try that. It's yes. new, but didn't want the yes. So you're saying that was during a road trip. Where were you? Buford, South Carolina, where that's considered fruit juice? <laughs> it was juice? in South Carolina. Yes, yeah. it was in, yes. It's Buford. Yes. Buford it is. <laughs> Buford is right outside of uh, Paris oh, Island. Oh, man. That's the town right there. And Buford's a little lowbrow. Yes. A little yes. lowbrow there for you. All right. Uh, you got another tweet there you wanted to get to? It looked like you were uh, ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go. 
You ready to move on? I'm ready Get to this move thing on. done. I'm ready. I'd have to share with you uh, some of the latest happenings and going ons on Capitol Hill yesterday. Members of the Senate Judiciary Committee had hearings on President Trump's family separation policy and reuniting families. And while uh, at this uh, little committee hearing, one of the con- Congress uh, rep- congressional representatives, Maisie Hirano, she is from Hawaii, a Democrat. Okay. And I've seen her at a bunch of different hearings. She's getting a lot of attention. I just am not familiar with her. She's uh, must be the representative du jour for the Congress or for the uh, Democrats, much like um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez yeah. is kind of the flavor as well. Yeah. She's getting attention. So anyways, at this committee hearing, she starts questioning members of ICE. She's going to get to the okay. bottom of it. Okay. She's going to expose the truth. She's going to tell people about President Trump. She's going to expose part of the uh, the problems with the administration, and she's going to set some wrongs right. Okay. And she specifically asks the Executive Associate Director for Enforcement and Removal of Operations at Immigration and Customs Enforcement. I'm sorry. Is that his title? Yeah. Matthew L. Benz. Why so many words in that title? He's the executive okay. associate uh-huh. director for... No, for- I'm sorry. No, you cannot be the executive associate director. Pick one. He's the executive associate director. No, it does not work that way. <laughs> That's like me saying I'm the media producer director, um, co-host of The Morning Blaze. Well, it, you are those things, though. Well, yes, the, but it's the, not... The problem with this is you're an executive director. No, I'm the associate executive director she's someone's bitch your associate director or an executive director (laughs) what What are you no i'm the oh he's not the associate executive director he is the executive associate associate director Director. that's much higher than the associate executive director okay just clarify he's Uh the executive associate director for enforcement and removal operations at immigration and customs enforcement that's almost 10 you can imagine how big his business card is. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's, here's my business pay- card, and he starts unfolding it. Here it is. It's like origami. <laughs> <laughs> I make them into little dragons so they're easier to transport. I'm like, dude, and we're paying for those business cards. No, two letters. That's it. It's business cards on an eight by ten. <laughs> we we st- we made it eight point font. It still just doesn't fit. Still does not fit. Anyway, sorry, sorry. So she's questioning him. And uh, she she points out some problems here. Here we go. Mr. Albans, would you send your child to FRCs? Okay, hang, hang on a second. Can we pause right there? Yeah, what is FRCs? FRCs is Family Reunification Center. Oh, okay, got it. I think oh, that's what it okay, is. Okay, got it. FRCs. So we started in the beginning. Would you send your family to an FRC? Okay. Mr. Albans, would you send your child to FRCs? Again, I think we're, we're, we're missing the point. These individuals are there. Because they have broken a law. There has to be... Okay, hold a- on a second. Hold on. Start that over. She's right. How is that your... Would you send your family to FRC? No, I'm not illegal. Uh, uh, it, my, my family, they're legally here. How's that? A, it's, it, that's not a camp. It's not a summer camp. Right. <laughs> Were you sent to CFRC, whatever? Uh, well, I don't know. I, mean, I don't is know. It, uh, is there a lot of recreational yeah. activities? I mean, do they, do they have camping and fishing? Yes. What is the foundation? Is it a Christian yes. camp? Is that what it... You're right. This is not... <laughs> camp. This is not a summer camp. This is a detention center. Would you would you send your family to Rikers Island? Uh, no, they're not criminals. They're not, they're criminals. not right. Yeah. <laughs> if she's saying, would you be comfortable with them in there based there on the care or something? 
That's even a bit of a stretch. Again, I'm not a criminal. I haven't done these things. They yes. are legally here. So yes. it doesn't apply. If Let's apply it to something more serious like a prison. If okay. she was talking about prison reform, would you send your family to Rikers Island? No, they're not criminals. They're not criminals. Okay, let me rephrase this. Would you feel like being at Rikers Island is a comfortable experience? There it is. Okay, then we get into what actually is going on there and yep. if it's deemed to be a punishment or a reunification center. Yep. That's not her line of questioning. No. And here's why. She kind of gets to it. Listen to the entire thing. Here we go. Mr. Albans, would you send your child to FRCs? Again, I think we're, we're, we're missing the point. These individuals are there because they have broken a law. There has to be a process. They have broken a law only as deemed so by the president with his... No, ma'am. They're, they're there oh. for violation of Title Eight of the Immigration of the U.S. and Nationality Act. Uh, okay, they're 8 U.S.C. 1325. That's illegal entry is both a criminal and civil violation. They are in those FRCs pending the outcome of that civil immigration process. They have broken the law. Well, these are mainly... My, my understanding is that uh, under the zero tolerance, these are no longer civil, civil proceedings, but in fact, were criminal proceedings. They were both, so? they were criminal proceedings when the Border Patrol prosecuted them, but at the conclusion of that process, once the individual came into ICE custody, they would go through administrative proceedings. I'm confused. Okay. We, so the, 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 the criminal, the the criminal proceeding is an individual being prosecuted for the criminal uh -huh. violation of uh -huh. improper entry. Okay. Yeah, by the way, I could have told you that anyway. About that you're confused. Yes. Like yes. Right off. Right off. By the beginning of the... It's only illegal because Trump said it's illegal. <clears throat> it's been illegal uh, for decades and decades. Wow. So, wait a minute. You're saying that committing a crime is now illegal in America? It's not just Trump? She believes that Trump said something is a crime that is not a crime. Yep. You're this ignorant? Yes. This goes beyond being ill-informed. Honestly, think about this, folks. Really, pause a moment. This is not just, oh, I was misinformed. I didn't, I'm ignorant. I didn't have all the details. How stupid do you have to be to not get that this is a crime? How stupid? And then the way she, well, I thought it was, and then she tries to use the, well, I'm, I'm confused because I thought it was criminal versus civil, whatever. It's both. <laughs> and you're out there on the campaign trail and also in the media just to bring down the Republicans and Trump yep. saying these nonsensical things, arguing from a point of these people didn't do anything wrong. No, they absolutely did morally and legally based on the laws of America. Morally, you did something wrong by invading another country when this country is willing to give for you anyways and then demanding you have rights. And then, of course, it is illegal. I think this representative showed how the Democrats are thinking in today's world. Just because Trump is in power, they're like, <gasps> that's illegal because he said it's illegal. Get him! I just thought of something. I think I know what the problem is. Okay. Maybe she's just not an expert on immigration policy. Uh, Maybe she's just, I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you right there. I'm not an expert. Much like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's just not an she's expert not on an that expert kind of policy. That. Yet I'm going to sit in judgment here. Thank you. Okay, good. A little break Thank in you. here. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network.
appropriation? Yes, please. This is the Morning Blaze. The website is EOD Fudge. The EOD stands for Extraordinary Delights, and I got to tell you, those three words are absolutely accurate. Are they? Extraordinary, and they are delightful. Unlike CNN sucks. That is not true. Right, exactly. That's right. Because according to Jim, CNN does not suck. I'm going to go ahead and say it. I believe that um, even Jim Acosta would agree. That EOD Fudge? Is fantastic. I think, you know what? You're right. I mean, this guy, he doesn't know a whole lot. He's not real bright. (laughs) I'm going to go ahead and say uh, that Maisie Hirano, Mm -hmm. the representative from Hawaii, even she gets it. Even though she's confused about breaking the law when you come here illegally, Mm -hmm. but she will agree with us that EOD fudge is delicious. Yes, exactly. I mean, it's fantastic stuff. Go to the uh, website, eodfudge.com, eodfudge.com. It's a whole bunch of different uh, little treats that you can try, starting with the fudge, the other confections there as well, like the caramels. You're not a caramel fan, you said? No, I'm not a caramel fan. Oh, my gosh. Salted caramel, Mm. one of those things that... I like more and more as I get old. I can see that. I can, yes, I can see why old people will like that. Not old. I did. I said no, as I get on the road to old, not as old people no, no, like. You're, no, you're yes. saying I'm already in the old category. No, but I get how old people. Okay, let's put it. Older people than you like salted things. Thank you, but I like it too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, bacon. The older I get, bacon, I oh. cannot get enough. I if if this trend continues, uh, I will like nothing else. Like I will, bacon will be the only thing I like. And what's the problem? Twenty years with that? from now, what's the problem? Because every day, bacon. My love of bacon grows yes. exponentially. It's incredible. Uh, banana flavored stuff for mm. me. It does, and I mean, I like real banana flavor too. But even artificial, like mm-hmm. candy and stuff with banana. Love the bananas. Love, love, love. And also salted caramel. Mm. I like the dark chocolate. Can too. we combine those? Can you make a, a caramel banana and put some salt on that? A salted caramel banana. Yeah. Bacon. Bacon bits. Those three things go together. Those flavors yes, will go together. I'm trying to... Bacon, banana, car- yeah. salted caramel. Edit that out. This is our this is our million dollar idea. Don't this let anybody hear that. E, no, this is our D-O-E. D-O-E fudge. D-O-E. <laughs> Department of Energy fudge. <laughs> <laughs> they have great stuff. Uh, check out the website, eodfudge.com. Uh, they have the, uh, the, the brownies and uh, they have the roasted salted nut sampler, uh, the pecan brownie trio, uh, the 27 piece assorted gopher gift box. I love the gophers. gophers. Oh, the gophers are kind of their own little thing. Yes, there. they are. It's like yes. a, a little dollop of, of chocolate mm-hmm. and caramel. So you got a little spot of caramel and then chocolate on top because mm. they're kind of like a little disc. And then the pecans. Yeah. Really solid. And they got the dark there. chocolate, they got the white chocolate, and the milk chocolate. You know what those are? Those are um, one of the things is I've been trying to eat healthier where I'm like, you got to have a little bit of stuff for your soul still, something that's good. Um, those are about the perfect size mm. because it's kind of a two-biter. Mm. It's a two-biter where if you're going to snack a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, you got to have enough of it. Yes. Yes. But you try not to eat a whole lot of it, right? So it's kind of a two-biter. You get one good bite. Mm, this is good. Oh, I really want another one. You're like, okay, I think I'm cool for a while. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. EODfudge.com. Check them out today. Don't forget to use the promo code BLAZE because they're going to give you a discount at EODfudge. Of all orders, it's a uh, 15% discount. Mm-hmm. EODfudge.com. Now, you may recall we told you about EOD Fudge when uh, they just came on our Building America segment before they became an advertiser. Aaron Hale is a 14-year uh, veteran. He's the one who got uh, blown up, lost his sight, and then just 
there's nothing you could do other than laugh at the ridiculousness of how then you end up partially deaf. Well, mainly deaf. He was deaf for a while because of an infection. Hmm. You're just like, um, okay, God, seriously. I mean, this really? seems like, right. Really? This is like, you just like, come on. This seems disproportionate. Like I'm getting a little bit more of this stuff. I know you have a plan, but you know, <laughs> but he didn't stop. Aaron's just no. a great guy. He and his wife, Michaela just said, yeah, we can do this. We got this. He still runs. He, uh, you know, cooks all of these. These are his, his recipes. God bless him doing a great job. Check it out today. EODfudge.com promo code blaze. Paul B saying, I love how much doc Thompson has to slow down saying Alexandria Ocasio Cortez name so Chris Cruz can catch his cue. I do not know what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. I do not know what he's talking about. Probably talking about me. <laughs> yeah, I think he actually means Kirk, Kirk Jones. Yes. No, I say it because I screw it up every time. Oh, and even me, I have to Alexandria think about it. Alexandria Ocasio, because I kept calling her Ortega. Yes. <laughs> Which I don't know where you got Ortega from. It's a brown person name. I just, you know, he's an Ortega brown person. Wow. comments in two days. Uh, there's been more wow. than just two in two days. Trust me. You go back and listen to the tape. There's been a <laughs> lot more racist comments than that. You have missed a bu- I don't think you're paying attention. <laughs> I think you're... Uh, I need to put my racist ears on I because I just heard do. two. One today, That's one yesterday. Right. No, Ortega. It's a brown person name. How many white people have the name Ortega? Please. Uh, I know at least two. Oh, you trust me. They Are they are they like an Oreo, though? Is it, or is it actually white? Wow, that's racist. What? I'm just... The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Hey there, it's Doc Thompson. I want to tell you about another show that I think you're going to like. It's called The News and Why It Matters. It's a group of us talking about news stories that we think are important and why those stories matter to you. The News and Why It Matters. Look for it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, 888-900-3393. Now I get the tweets in with the hashtag, what I learned today. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. Please join us on the Twitter. Uh, you got uh, the Steve42 uh, talking about the uh, lady from Hawaii. Is she the next Nancy Pelosi? She's pretty ignorant. Um, if she gets much older... Much, much older. Much let's, older, yeah. Let's say she serves in Congress the next 20, 30 millennia. Mm. She would be she would be Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Charles has a very que- a good question for the ICE representative. Uh, do FRCs have swimming pools and field trips? Some of them. Some, some of, of them. them. The, the more upscale ones. Mm. You know, it's going to cost you more for that FRC. Mm. And Pedro, yeah. he's dreaming big. He mm-hmm. says, my dream job is the Federal Reserve 7th Associate Assistant of the 3rd Assistant Vice President of Long Range Financial Planning to the 5th Vice President. Um, which one, though? There's multiple ones. Oh, Pedro, you got to give me more. Com- right. You're going to have to you give us. You thought you narrowed it down. No, you, you have to narrow down a still, little bit more. There's still like six people that have that title. Really? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Well, Pedro, please let us know because that's a good job, though. It sounds like a very important job. You know, a lot of times if uh, if you're looking for a job mm-hmm. and you sign up with Monster or one of those, 
<clears throat> or you know, maybe unemployment or something, you, you got to tell them what you used to do. Yes. And you do that by title or just description. <laughs> Either way, I can't imagine they're going to be like, okay, got it. See, if you're like attorney, you yes. go attorney. They're attorney. like, okay, we got 700 attorney openings. Esquire. Or I was a machinist or whatever. Like, well, what kind? And you get a little more detail or whatever. But this one, they're like, okay, uh, oh, you were the uh, executive associate director for enforcement and removal operations at Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Is that right? Yes, yes. And what did you do? Well, I oversaw in a directory uh, sort of position as associate director, but I was the executive. I was over charge of them. Uh, the enforcement and removal of uh, illegal immigrants for Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Okay, uh, I have a zero match for your job. We do have several <laughs> openings for machinists, though. <laughs> How are you with your hands? How are you? Celebrity Chef Patrick talks business and food trends with Doc Thompson and the Always Hungry Morning Blaze crew. We have 16 openings for chef. Are you your line chef? Hey, man, yeah. I, I left my resume here last time. Right there, right in front of that chair. Is it, uh, is it fine dining? What is it? How are you, sir? Living the dream. We may have big news tomorrow, by the way. Okay, good. Spoonie may finally uh, like oh, nice. come into real, real, real something. Fruition. I'll Let's believe it when fruition. I see it, Patrick. So will I. That's why I'm, I'm not giving you news out I'm tired of this carrot today. in front of the nose. We'll see what happens with that. We'll try the stick next time. If you want <laughs> if you want more information on Chef Patrick, if you need a business consultant, that's what he uh, focuses on, consultancy as well as, uh, or specializing rather, in food service. So it's foodbizpro.com, foodbizpro.com or at foodbizpro on the Twitter and his new platform, spoonie.com, coming soon. Uh, grocery store traps that cause you to spend more money. This is something I think we all need to be aware of because... When I go to the grocery store, I know I make a lot of mistakes. First of all, I go hungry all the time, and that's because I'm always hungry. (laughs) Me too. Mistake number one, going hungry. Yeah, that's always bad. And then I start convincing myself things I need that I don't need. Mm. Do you take a list? I do not. Ah, that's the key. That's that's probably the biggest. You stick to the list, man. You go go produce, dry goods, dairy. You, You put it all in order by section and you stick to the list what are the uh, what are the traps that they're targeting uh i'm, I'm trying to think uh no what? markdown stuff's probably i'm just trying off the top of my yeah. head what some of the traps would be so one of the least obvious is the the cheap stuff at the front counter like candy gum right uh batteries things like that you think oh shoot maybe you know i don't think i have enough batteries uh, we have ha- uh, had a power outage last week. If you live yeah. in Dallas, oh, I needed some regular. triple A's or whatever. Yeah, so anything under five or six dollars, they stick right near the register. Okay, often. And but and supermarkets are going to have quite often a higher markup on non-food stuff like cleaning Correct. supplies and batteries and stuff like that. Right? Yeah, they'll make like a ten to fifteen percent margin as opposed to the three percent they make on groceries. If I go to like a. Um, uh, I was going to say a home improvement store mm-hmm. or even like a Walmart or something like that. You're probably going to get batteries and stuff cheaper at those places a little bit, yeah. or, or uh, cleaning supplies, depending mm-hmm. on what it is. So I know those. What are some of the other things, uh, the traps grocery stores have? As you Pairing spend- products together, like the dips right next to the oh, chips. So you go in to buy I've Ruffles potato chips. What do you end up buying? Bean dip? Salsa? Because it's right there. Because it's right there. It's it's just, it's That's paired smart. marketing. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I've seen them do more and more of that with uh, cereal, mm-hmm. where they'll put cereal and milk together and then bananas with it too, to get you to buy the bananas because, well, oh, the banana in my cornflakes, sure. Did you notice in the in the um, frozen aisle where the ice cream is, they have those little, uh, like, 
a holder, like it's like a little cradle thing that holds the toppings. Oh, that's it right. Holds they the do. strawberry sauce, the chocolate sauce, the caramel. Smart. That mm-hmm. is good. Good for them on that. Yeah. Little scam, Chris. You got to appreciate that, right? I do. I do uh, the upcharge. By the way, I just realized uh, incremental. I have sales. not had Rice Krispies and bananas in a long time, and that Ooh. is a powerful good cereal. Do you put honey oh. on there, or you just leave it like okay. it is? I got to sweeten a little bit there. Yeah, I was gonna say like Rice Krispies, like. I think of the Rice Krispie treats. No, the... Uh, no, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've had that, yes. All right, what other uh, traps do we need to be aware of at grocery stores? So Americans throw away about, you know, 240 pounds per household of groceries a year, which is about $1,800 worth. So the buy one, get ones aren't always a bargain because a lot of times you end up wasting that food. So buy one, get one 50% off, unless it's something that's not perishable. Okay. That's, it's typically a waste of money. Well, and also, what is the price of the one? So let's say it's BOGO, mm-hmm. get one free. It's not just buy one fifty. So you're going to get this, and I get one free. Great, I'll go ahead and mm-hmm. get that. Well, if you don't need it and you're not going to use it, and that second one goes to waste, it really comes down to what you're paying for one of them. Absolutely. So if the if it's even one penny more for that one versus it's, a similar product, it's a loss. It's a loss of a penny because you didn't end up using the second one at all. Exactly. Uh, so multiple when they when they say buy um, five for a dollar. Six for two dollars. Okay, let me guess. They get you on the yogurts, right? All those little tiny packages of things. Often that one gets you bad. Well, and often you can get the same price if you only buy two of them. Exactly. It doesn't if it's say five you have for to buy a dollar, mm-hmm. right? It's five for a dollar, so they're twenty cents each. Got it. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I say, oh, I gotta buy five. Sometimes you do some to get the twenty percent per. Sometimes they're still twenty cents each. Mm-hmm. That's that, the I've noticed that. Typically, I do that. they are. You don't have to buy all five to get the discount. Mm-hmm. Plus, I like being defiant and only putting two up there when it's buy five, get for, you know, a dollar. Of course you do. I like uh, being, it's kind of rebellious. We're like, I only got two. I'm still getting 20 cents per. Of course. There's a certain <laughs> swagger you got with it, you know. Yeah. All right. Uh, other grocery store traps that cause you to spend more money. Items that are at eye level or on the end caps. Uh, the, the big displays at the end, end of the, of the aisle counters, is called yeah. an end cap. And then the ones that are eye level, they sell those uh, those spaces for really high dollar. So those are typically the most expensive, highest margin products. So those are actually sold quite often. Mm-hmm. They don't just randomly put them out there. No, because if, if you go look at Mott's apple juice, it's usually eye level or just below. But the less known brands or whatever are below that, okay. typically on the bottom shelf. So those are unslotted. They, you don't pay for that. They're just in that section. Mm-hmm. You know, and what about like the little displays in the middle where you're walking down the aisle and they just have like a little round display that you kind of navigate? Kind, any kind of seasonal special display is typically to get you to do an impulse buy. Oh, okay. you know, I forgot to get pumpkin. You have six cans at home in the... Yeah, you don't know if you do or not because it's know. been a while. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I already had a can. Okay, exactly. great. Um, that's an interesting one too. Uh, I, I think Chris and I would be really good at... Being able to increase sales at a lot of places, especially like a, a grocery store. Yeah. Because I get all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, this stuff isn't necessarily wrong or a scam. Mm-mm. I mean, it's just trying to play on you know people and say, oh, you know what? There's Rice Krispies. Ooh, I, I would like bananas with them. Well, you know, if you'll notice, the milk is always in a far back corner. This isn't one that's in the article, but it's always in the back corner, right? So you have to pass... A lot of different uh, oh, grocery yeah. sections. Because that's to the something milk you're normally going to stop in for. Exactly. You always got to get milk, right? The bread is near where the where the fruit and where the produce is. Mm-hmm. So you you get your bread and you're like, oh, I could use some bananas. Across I could use the this store to get the milk. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the casino rule. H E B is brilliant <laughs> at guiding you through the stores. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the regular H E B. That's not the, pronounced Heb. 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 
H-E-B. Is H-E-B even? I know that. What? I didn't know that. I've never been around him. Hey, that guy I either vengeance. thought it was the uh, Jeb, the way his wife says Jeb. Jeb. Heb. Heb. Because she's Hispanic, right? Heb. Hello, Eb. That's how. Or I thought it was run by Jewish people. And I thought it was them <laughs> kind of wearing it as a badge the of Hebrew, honor. It's the Hebrew. The Hebrew, it's not, Hebrew. I was like, wow, it's kind of bold of them. But, you know, sometimes people will mock them. It was like that Asian band, The Slants. Remember? And they got sued and whatever. Or they sued for their ability to yes. So it is H-E-B. It's yeah. H-E-B. Okay, God, Herbert no. aren't, aren't, there, aren't there periods after each letter? Uh, I, if you look at their actual... Proper logo, yes, but the stores don't necessarily have exactly. it behind. It just seems cumbersome. You'd name something H E B when you could just There's do Heb. Period. So how would it be Heb? Which is easier period. to say, Heb or H E B? H E B. It's it's very staccato. H E B. Heb. Well, that's a nice word. I guess if, that's what I'm saying. So if you're from Texas, you know the story of Herbert E. Butts. It's his initials. But that's he got. Hey, he okay, got vindication. H-E-B isn't so bad. He got vindication. It's I a mean, billion dollar company. You know, J C Penny was a guy's name. <laughs> J.C. Oh, yeah. Penny, right? Mm-hmm. Duncan like Hines. Howard E. What is it? Howard E. Butts? I think it was uh, Herbert. Herbert mm-hmm. E. Butts. How about Herbert H-E-B? E. Butts. How about H-E-B? <laughs> I'm thinking H-E. Butts. <laughs> no. Maybe e. Butts. not. No, Butts. No. <laughs> and nothing food related should be, you no. know, uh, associated about with about your rectum. Or, yes. That's not good. No. All right. So back to oh. it. Yeah, that's the casino rule. When you're talking about the milk. Yep. Casinos back in the day. Uh, not so much now, still a little bit. It was not easy to traverse a casino. Mm-mm. You couldn't just go, I'm here, I'm going to that wall over there without being like a family circus cartoon, right? You go all the way around, circle this three Nin- times over here. 1,900 slot machines between there and where you're going. And you're passing mm-hmm. every one of them because they wanted to, okay, you know, maybe I will put a dollar in this one type of thing. It's targeted, the, and that's the reason they would have cheap food and concerts and stuff mm-hmm. because... Everything got you got to anything you were doing, the buffet, the concert mm-hmm. via the casino. It's like how uh, museums and stuff now the exit is via the gift shop. Yep. Same type of principle. So okay. with, with um with the like casinos, the concerts and things are what, what we call a lost leader. It's something free that you get. To entice you to spend money while you're there. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, th- that's very common in restaurants, right? Absolutely, yeah. So, like a free dessert, come in, spend twenty dollars, get a free dessert. Well, a uh, six dollar dessert costs you eighty nine cents to put on the plate. So, of course, they'll give you that for free as long as you buy a twenty five dollar steak. Okay, gotcha. Mm. And sometimes the loss leader, it, it's a very small loss, like you it said, is. eighty cent, nine cents. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's almost a break even on that one product, right? It's yeah, very pretty close, close to it. It's typically something, when you look at the actual cost to produce it, it's pretty low, Okay, typically. Um, I got to believe gift cards, that's something you still get you at grocery stores, too. And that's I, actually, gift cards in. in general, only 61% of gift cards are actually redeemed. So for every gift card bought, 39 cents out of every dollar is typically left in the bank. Okay, So that it's makes, free money. Yeah. Because they, if you, you need to buy something for $10 at the grocery store... You're not going to buy a ten dollars gift card. You buy somebody a twenty dollars gift card. They go, they buy what they need, but do they use what's left? I mean, how many times do you look in your wallet and you find a gift card from Starbucks? Right. Oh man, that's been in there four years. I wonder if there's still a balance on that. Did, did we talk about the Starbucks gift card you gave me? Did we? T- <laughs> what was the balance? A couple months ago, Chris did some work for somebody. Yes. Just. He agreed to do it. There was not, you know. He said he'd just do it for free or whatever. Yeah. The person very nicely. Uh, gave him a, a Starbucks gift card. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to do it. It was no. very nice of yes. them to do. 
Chris but I said, don't drink <coughs> Starbucks coffee. Yeah, either. Chris says, I don't drink a lot of coffee in general. He said, mm-hmm. and I'm, I know you go to Starbucks mm-hmm. and you're working or whatever. He goes, here, go ahead. And I was like, oh, thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. So in my mind, I'm like, this is great. You know, it's it's free money because I go and do some work after the show sometimes, whatever. And it's one of the few places I can do it. So I go in and I'm going, okay, I'm going to get this. I got a, a small coffee and I got a little snack bar mm. so I could do it. And I was thinking, uh, I think somebody was with me and I was going to get them a drink. And I was like, oh, okay, good. And I'll still, then I'll use this tomorrow, whatever. It was a $5 gift card. <laughs> In my mind, $8.40 for the purchase. Yes, exactly. In my <laughs> mind, I'm thinking it's like just, you know, it's $20 or whatever. So I'm going to get money back. So I say to the lady, I was like, here's the gift card. And I go, can you tell me the balance on that when I'm zero? Like, like how much I'm going to have, whatever. And she goes, I, I had like an extra like $2.40 I owed them or something. And she's like, $2.40. And I was, in my mind, I'm going, hmm. So it was a dollar coffee, a dollar coffee, and a fifty cent. Well, bar. I was That's trying to think of the, the amount that was on the card because so let's say <laughs> let's say the bill was seven forty, mm-hmm. right? And I see it's seven forty, and then I'm doing the math, and I'm like seven forty plus two forty is nine eighty on the. It was a nine dollar and eighty cent gift card, and I'm trying to place that, and she goes. That's no, funny. it's you, the balance is two dollars and four. You like you owe me. That's you got to give me, yeah. me, and I'm like, <laughs> I've got to give you two. I'm like, did she ask you to reload the gift card at the end? Hey, would you like to put some more money on the? <laughs> no, gift card? she did. But I like like slobber in the corner of my mouth, like drool, going, I don't understand. And she goes, it's two. And I was like, oh. And then I'm like, a five dollar gift card. <laughs> Even though the person was being very nice to me, Chris, Isn't that kind and of very like nice the, to them. the second grade teacher, is that what they get for Christmas? You know, from their right, students, yeah. a five dollar gift card. It was just threw me off. I wasn't even thinking that, or whatever. It was very nice of the person to give it to Chris. Very nice of Chris to give it to me, but it was just so confusing at first. So. I hadn't thought about that, but that's actually for a, uh, a coffee shop a pretty nice gift. It's a free. It's a free coffee. Well, and almost drink, everybody drives through some sort of coffee right. shop every week. Interesting. All right, let me get a quick break in, and then we'll come back with our lightning round for Chef Patrick Mosier. Please follow him on Twitter. It's at FoodBizPro. You are listening to the smooth sounds of the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network! does hold a record for something the most career firings in a lifetime this is the morning blaze with doc thompson (laughs) for now i'm confident to say that chef patrick Mosier would be able to find some vegetable you would likely like that he would be able to cook it in a way that was still healthy but for a lot of people they just don't like vegetables i love the roasted vegetables some of the ones that you wouldn't traditionally like roasted kind of takes a little of the uh Uh, the bitterness out of them. Takes the vegetable flavor out. Veg, yeah, the flavor. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just roasted without a lot on it, just a little salt or something like uh, Brussels sprouts. Oh, a lot yeah. of people don't like vegetables. And you need these. You need them for the fiber. You need them for the vegetables. So there's an easy way to get them. Maybe get your kids to eat those vegetables. And that's with Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. If you go to BrickhouseDoc.com and look for Field of Greens, all the details are up there. So we get a limited amount of time to explain to you what they, wa- what they are and how they work. Just go to the website and check it out for yourself. Field of Greens at Brickhouse. 
greenhousedoc.com. I'll give you the overview. It's basically a, a powdered vegetable that you can go ahead and mix with liquid, drink it down. They recommend eight hour, uh, ounces. You could do a little bit less or a little bit more. Each one has the full uh, daily serving. It's equal to one daily serving. Right, one one amount that you're supposed yep. to get. So if they say Fruits you need three daily yeah. servings, you need this will get you one of them, and it's going to be healthy for you. It's not an extract. It's not the just it's the vitamins. Food. It's real food, and you can get it at uh, at brickhousedoc.com. Again, go to the website and look for yourself, and you'll figure it all out. Brickhousedoc.com and Field of Greens. All right, the lightning round now. Headline, this is the most delicious mouthwatering ice cream sundae in your state. I normally don't like slideshows, but I found this one at Cosmo, and it had some really cool stuff. Uh, a lot of them were pretty basic ice creams. Mm-hmm. I found one, Patrick, Kentucky's. I think this is the winner by state. Good for you, Kentucky. It's in Lexington. It comes with bourbon and honey ice cream, homemade chocolate bomb sauce, Bombay sauce, mm-hmm. and filled with candy pecans. It, no, that's weak. It sounds pretty that's good. Weak? That's weak. Bourbon, honey bourbon ice cream? Yeah, How do you go wrong with that? Weak. How can, did you see the one from Illinois? No. What was that I'm one? Sure I'm sure Illinois Sugar Factory. It is oh, made with, all the with candy stuck on there? 24 scoops of ice cream topped with chocolates, gummies, marshmallows, waffle cones, strawberry shavings, walnut, chocolate, strawberry sauce. Hold on there, sport. Uh, and a donut. Here's a basic rule. Candy with ice cream is a failure. Is a fail. Unless right. it sprinkles on a Sunday. Right. Occasional sprinkle or a chocolate chip. Most candy. Gummy bears and stuff. You're getting that down at the old uh, uh, Cold Stone Creamery and whatever. You're getting it down there at your Pink Berry or whatever. They mix candy it Candy and that's a mm-hmm. failure. What yours, are you for? Yours has candy according to you. It has chocolate and you say chocolate's candy. No, so. no, I said some chocolate chips and that's a chocolate sauce. I mean like traditional like little uh, crunchy and gummy and whatever else. H- how do you eat that? Just looking at that picture, you can't even Very put a spoon easy. in it. Just Just pile it and shovel it in. How about Oregon? Salt and straw ice cream. That's what they call it. It's Mm -hmm. in Portland. It's called brown. It's at. uh, It's called the brown butter blonde blonde sundae, made with a homemade blondie, which is like a brownie, Mm. but Mm -hmm. the 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 white version. Mm. You know, Uh, a scoop of chocolate ice cream, warm caramel sauce, whipped cream, and a pretzel streusel. It's the pretzel streusel that puts it over the edge right there. That caramel and salty. Did anything jump out uh, to you? Yeah, so um, being from New York, I had a, you know, they have a, from Bulgaria, they have fresh churros, vanilla ice cream, chocolate sauce, sprinkles, toasted walnuts, whipped cream, and flaming sparklers brought to the table. Flaming sparklers? Yeah, it's like 4th of July on a Is plane. that the server or is that something yes. in the Sunday? Both. Is it? Both. <laughs> only if it's only <laughs> server did on the way to your table. God forgive I, me, only if you're in the village. I'm the flaming sparkler and I topped it with flaming sparklers. <laughs> South Dakota called their, uh, the, at Silver Lining Creamery has a sage ice cream, Hershey syrup, sunflower seeds, and homemade granola. That's a little hippy dippy. I'm going to admit it's a little... But little, some of those flavors are really good. Sage ice cream, uh, like basil sorbet, <laughs> those flavors actually go really well. See, that's well what I think, icy. especially with the granola on and that. Mm-hmm. I know that's a little uh, social justice warrior ice cream. <laughs> I get it, but it's at least interesting. I like Utah, frozen under, otter, uh, 16 scoop of ice cream, whipped cream, sprinkles, and cherry on Chris top. is going for volume. Yes. <laughs> you guys are like single scoop. I'm here like well, 16. By the way, I think it was last week I tried for the first time the cow tipping creamery. Here in Texas. Oh, did you? How was it? It's delicious. Is it good? It's re- 
surprising, but it's really good. So that was actually my other favorite was uh, they have the fun size stacker, salted caramel and vanilla ice cream, soft serve twist, actually. Snickers, pretzel bar chunks, brown sugar, hot fudge, salted caramel sauce and candied uh, beer pecans with a Snickers bar on top. Brown sugar. How can you taste so good? Hey, uh, Patrick, can you yes. tweet out a link to the, that uh, article so people can go through? There's some really cool stuff. A lot of the slideshow stuff is kind of silly or whatever, but this is pretty good. Uh, you can look for your state and maybe a neighboring state if you're traveling. Some of them are very unique. All right, some continue lightning there. round. That one wasn't so lightning. This will be 50 years on McDonald's and fast food evolve around the Big Mac. To all beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, <clears throat> cheese, pickles, onions, on the sesame seed bun. Did you guys see what McDonald's is doing for that? No. They're doing coins. Bit. Are they doing cryptocurrency? No, not cryptocurrency okay. coins. They're doing coins. Hard coins. Commem- like hard coins for coins. the 50. And you could buy the coins. You could buy the Big Macs through the coins. I'll be getting you guys coins when I go to And Florida. each one will buy you a Big Mac yeah. then? Good. Yeah. Let's go. That, those would be something kind of commemorative. They're only making a certain amount of coins. So I call my parents like, all right, this is why you guys work there. Insider, give me some coins. Yeah, here's the, I mean, um, they should have tied it to a cryptocurrency. Yes, but it is 50 years yeah. for the Big Mac Yeah, now? 50 years is crazy because I remember seeing that commercial when you when they were really making a big push. I was about five years old. Yeah, I remember those too. Same yeah. time, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were trying to, they, so if you said that, if you recited the, the what was in the, in the hamburger, you got one for free when you walked to the register. That's awesome. You know what's in mm-hmm. it. What's in it? Go. I don't know. What's, I don't like Big Mac. You did what he just said. Go. To all yes, patties, special, special sauce, lettuce, lettuce cheese, pickles, pickles onions, onions on a sesame, sesame seed bun. bun. Please. Yeah. For free. Okay. We were so programmed by the commercial. <laughs> I can see We that. were so programmed by <laughs> it. You just want a free Yeah, go, to have, go ahead and ask me how to conjugate a verb or the square root of 121. Nope. No. But damn it, I could tell you and sing every damn jingle from the 1970s and 80s. I had every one of them in my head. All right. Hey, if you need a uh, business consultant, it's at FoodBizPro or look up FoodBizPro.com. Also, make sure to follow uh, Spoonie Radio on Twitter as well. Patrick's platform launches soon. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze, on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, those uh, those ice creams are really interesting. Yeah, Chef uh, Matthew Glenn Chef, that's here. Uh, he and Patrick chat here and there when mm-hmm. Patrick's in or whatever, and sent us uh, an ice cream flavor from I think it's in Canada that is uh, licorice flavor. Mm. Which no, I hate licorice's butt. It's anise flavor, but I think I yes. think you're right. It's more like anise flavor. It really is. I, <laughs> it's disgusting. Honestly, uh, anise flavor to me, licorice, black licorice flavor to me, tastes like you have liquefied rubber mm. and mix that with a uh, a cough syrup, mm. like NyQuil, yes. like the green brown NyQuil, and, why and you make mix it black? that up. 
and just it condensed it down so you get a really powerful flavor of it. Yes. That's what it tastes like yes. to me. Yes, yes. Hate it. But this ice cream looked pretty interesting. I'd be willing to try it. It looks like a vanilla with kind of a ribbon of dark Ooh, uh, licorice, licorice flavor going through it. And then they have one that looks like it might be a red and black licorice together. Mm. But still really cool stuff. So I'll have Patrick um, tweet out that as well. But yeah, follow him on Twitter. It's at foodbizpro.com. Lots of cool stuff. Uh, cool tweets coming in too. Yeah, cool tweets making fun of you. Uh, Stinky Biscuit saying, cool I one. found this one at Cosmo Doc Chris Cruz Thompson. <clears throat> this one was all Doc Thompson. What were we doing at Cosmo? Um, I actually stumbled on a link from something else. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, there are so few sites that I go to by themselves. Mm. Like I'll find stories from ABC, CBS, wherever. I, I don't. I never go to those sites. I follow some of them on Twitter, and then stuff will pop up in my feed that I read. And then there are a couple of sites I go to that are aggregators. Oh, okay. Like yeah. one uh, one of the regular sites I go to is the Drudge Report, for example. Yes. That's that's an aggregator, so you can see all the other stories. I regularly go to the Blaze, and there's a couple others like I go that. Like one eighty report, I think it's called. Do you go to one eighty? Yeah, I think it's one eighty <clears throat> report. Um, they just gather. I just want headlines, and, and then I, you see what you what you see, need because yes. we have to go through so, so much. much. It's so many stories and, and, and so I many will, words. And there's two websites that I go to faithfully: is Mediate. And free beacon, okay. free beacon for the videos because they make amazing. And media is great. And media is well because too. they have amazing audio. And I get a lot of stuff for both of those. I usually don't go there. We got to talk about where we go so yeah. we don't have to duplicate yeah. the work because I do. don't go there. And those are the ones Chris sends me, which is good. I send you free beacon a okay, lot of good. free beacon. And yeah. Washington Free Beacon does oh. a great job. And this and, and the Washington Times, both yes. of those sites do awesome work. Yes, I would say those are some of the best conservative libertarian sites. Yeah. Maybe even more so than some of the other ones, you yeah. know. Uh, Daily Wire does some pretty good work now, the Daily too. Wire, and the only reason why I get some Daily Wire is because, uh, like, I have friends there. Mm-hmm. The Daily Caller is also a good one. DC, Daily Caller does yeah. well, too. That's Tucker Carlson's, yes. right? They do pretty well with the yeah. stuff, too. But, yeah, yeah it, most of it's aggregated. Uh, Cosmo, they just happened to be one that they had up, and I found, and I was like, okay, cool. Uh, Deuce 5 saying what I learned today. I'll inject insulin directly into my neck if I could try some of these Sundays. Yeah. Especially that one that's out about Illinois. Man, Illinois, man. You should be leading with that. Some of that stuff's really yeah. cool. Really interesting stuff. Well, in a lot of these that if, if you see like a best burgers in your state or whatever, a lot of it's the same stuff yeah. you've seen. There's nothing yep. new. What I found interesting about this article, there were some new applications, some new combinations of flavors. There was one on there. There was a peanut butter and jelly ice cream sundae. Ugh, no. Don't think of it as like vanilla ice cream with peanut butter okay. poured on top okay. and jelly. Okay. It was more like strawberry ice cream with some peanuts oh, it was more stuff like that oh, okay so okay, in your okay, mind okay. you're getting the sensation of, of yeah 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 uh american pirate welcome to the program he's the first time since i started my new job that i've been able to be awake and catch most of the show where you been That's we're dying here we're thank you thank you i mean come on <laughs> So feeding yourself and your family and paying your bills is more important important than me feeding myself and paying my band. That's very selfish. Thank you. Thank you. And Rebel has a good suggestion for you, Doc Thompson. Mm -hmm. Flash of genius. Doc, I just found another reason for Regizum. Take it before you go to the store so that you don't shop hungry. It will save you loads of money. Done. Done. Yeah, you're probably going to want to hit that about 20 minutes, half hour Before. or so. Give, make sure you got yep. that kick-in time yep. with it or whatever. Yep. All right, we got a lot of stuff to get to. First, I got to tell you about Earthwater, though. 
uh, came up this morning because even though Earthwater is a sponsor of ours, and even though I tell you regularly just about every morning that <laughs> I drink my iced coffee, here's my glass, made with Earthwater, legit, yes. 100% honest. Yes. Even though... Uh, Chris regularly drinks the earth water with the yes. glass in here. Mordecai comes in and says, what is that, wine? Thank you. Thank you. So he's not listening to the program? Or watching. He's supposed to be doing both. Earth water is an awesome yes. product. Go to earthwater.com and find out information on earth water. Here's the basic story. It's like water, but it's better because it has trace minerals in it. So as you go to the store and you see all these bottled waters, most of that is just tap water. What are you, what are you doing buying it? <laughs> yeah. They, they got a big faucet at the factory <laughs> and some guys going, I turn it on. No, that's they not spray the it into the bottles, mm. seal it up and ship it out to you and charge you. I don't know, like a 200% markup from what you'd get out of your faucet. I mean, a glass of water out of your faucet at home is, is like two cents. Yep. And they'll inject do. minerals instead of having the minerals already in there. They'll inject right. the minerals. Right. Oh, it's good. Yeah, that's it. It's what, and, and a lot of times they said it's not even filtered no. or anything like this. Earth water actually has 70 trace minerals in it, stuff your body needs. Why not try it? Why not drink it? You know you're not getting those minerals. Use it, especially if you're an athlete or somebody trying to live healthy. I, as I said, I make my coffee with it because I get those minerals. Plus, it tastes great in the coffee. I really think it brings out the flavor in the yeah. coffee. Maybe that's just me. But now you could join the Earthwater affiliate program simply by going to theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Yes. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. I got it right, and I'll tell you why later because okay. I wasn't reading it. I just did it from memory. Okay. The way it's written on my script, it uh-huh. follow, falls weird, oh, so I try yeah. to see the wrong words first. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. <laughs> Sign up for their affiliate program, and you can make a 40% weekly commission just off of telling people about this great product. It's theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Joining us now, Lieutenant Colonel Ashley Nichols. How are you? Are you there, Lieutenant Colonel? Uh, good morning. Hey yes, there. Sir. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm just thinking I'd like to get some licorice ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Do you like licorice flavor? You know, I I grew an affinity for it uh, when I lived over in Germany for a while, but uh, I really haven't picked it up since since then. Because that could hurt your election chances. (laughs) (laughs) Have have you test marketed uh, how many people like licorice versus... That's how ridiculous elections have become. Uh, (laughs) Lieutenant Colonel Ashley Nichols is running for the second district uh, to represent the second district in Congress from Tennessee. Um, Are you originally from Tennessee? Well, I was conceived in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, <laughs> my uh, father was in our guard unit as a maintenance officer, but also a commercial airline pilot. His base closed, and uh, we had to move. But my family is all from Tennessee, so it's easy to know when I wanted to go in the military and fly that I would come back home and uh, be with family and in the same guard unit as my father. So obviously a smart, accomplished, successful person that says, how can I dumb my life down? I'll run for public office. I, 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 will, I will join the most despicable people. Now, I imagine um, you, you want to serve in a different way. You think you can do some good. Absolutely. And I've just been extremely blessed in my life. And for those who are blessed, you know, much is asked. So I'd really like to give more back in a different capacity now. What what are your what is the basic foundation of your platform? Tell me the couple of big issues that you say these are, are top in the list for me. These are the things that I want to go to D.C. and make sure we can change or make better. Well, I um, have lived my life with faith, family, and service. 
when my faith and my family are strong, my service is even stronger. Um, Due to my experience the past two decades as a combat aviator, my view from 18,000 feet over Syria, Iraq, and Afghanistan is much different than the view from Washington. So I would like to take that experience in the form of especially a national security for our um, military uh, members to make sure they have what they need when they are sent into combat. Also to protect our nation because we are ongoing threats every day, whether it be cyber or terrorists um, in whatever part of the world. I also near and dear to my heart is healthcare. My husband's dedicated his life to healthcare as a physician in addition to his 22 years in the service. Uh, so healthcare and national security. In addition, the third is term limits, because I feel like Congress has moved away from what our founding fathers intended, and a way to bring that back to be a voice of the people for the people is to enact term limits. Wow, that's a that's great. Those that's great answers. I I agree with you on all of those. That those are important on the topic of healthcare, um, and this does touch military as well. I think mental health services, something we need to focus on. I think in the coming years, we're going to realize that is ground zero for so many other problems that we have, um, whether it's, uh, you know, people committing despicable acts of mass murder, um, other struggles we have, people that are unable to work, the opioid epidemic. I think a lot of these things are at least um, affected by poor mental health care in America. Absolutely. And, you know, as much as I absolutely revere and love Ronald Reagan, um, the health care, mental health care uh, took a big hit under his administration. And we really haven't recovered since then. And it really is um, an epidemic that is at the basis of so many of our problems. So what, what is the today is is today a primary? When is the primary? Tomorrow's the Tomorrow's primary. The yes. primary. That's odd that it's on Tomorrow, a Thursday. Yes. Is this the is this a runoff primary? No, sir. I can win by one vote. Okay. Okay. And so you, the entire election uh, really is. We're in an R plus twenty two district, so heavily Republican, and there's seven people in the Republican primary. So really, the the race is right now, and we've been running hard. Uh, I returned from deployment in the Middle East in April, and we really hit the ground running. Uh, The gentlemen I'm running with have been running for at least two years. Uh, They're career politicians, so they've really been running for this office for over a decade. But we didn't start really until I got back from my deployment in April. Okay, so you're actually kind of uh, late coming to the game on this. Yes, sir, I am, but we have made huge strides since we hit the ground and we've really gotten a lot of recognition for how far we've come so fast uh, we've really taken people completely off guard what uh, what part of uh, tennessee is the second district where is that located give me a ballpark uh, for people outside the state that can understand where uh, it is yes sir knoxville tennessee home of the volunteers university of tennessee okay so knoxville area gotcha all right um all right so if people want to find out more about you how can they find out more AshleyNicklos.com, N-I-C-K-L-O-E-S. And uh, all my information is on the website, and you can also email us from there. 
Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to post on social media links to all of your information so people can find out more. Um, at first glance, uh, you're you're our type of person. You're our type of candidate. Uh, you're the type of people that we want to send that, that have a passion and support of those things we do as well. So hopefully people can find out more information and support you either by sharing your information, going on campaigning for you, or um, or financially. Well, I appreciate it because Washington is broken and sending more of the same in career politicians is not going to fix it. So we're bringing a, a service mind uh, and a new voice back to Congress. Well, keep us posted in the future and let us know how we can help you out. Okay, Ashley? I appreciate the opportunity today. Keep on uh, spreading your message. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Lieutenant Colonel Ashley Nichols running for the 2nd District in Tennessee. Uh, wow, that's some really good answers to that stuff yeah. as well. Term limits, uh, military and and uh, national security, and then um, uh, health care. By the way, she was a fighter pilot. Ugh. I didn't guys. want to get into that. I didn't want to get into it. I, I wish you would because... Uh, I mean, mad, mad respect, but even just hearing her talk about the military, keeping America yeah. safe. That's one of those I felt uh, very comfortable going, okay, yeah. you've got answers. I can, yeah. I can start. I'm going to listen to you first. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. because this is, this is not a politician. This is not somebody who, um, you know, uh, went to just a military academy, mm-hmm. maybe had served in different capacities. Mm-hmm. This is somebody who was a fighter pilot. This yeah. is somebody who was active. At the line. And, and, and they get it. They're going to have a unique perspective. Yes, they are. So let's say you are, you never serve, but you're a military combat uh, uh, um, expert, right? I've studied uh, battles, uh, great battles throughout history or whatever. Great. You have a ton of knowledge, more than yes. I do. Great. Yes. See, Ashley can go get that information if she hasn't studied it. Yes. Somebody like Ashley. Great. Yes. But that expert who studied this stuff. They can't go and get her experience. No, they that, cannot. That's, that ship has sailed. Different. Yes. It's, you're not going to get that. So you hear somebody like Ashley, you're like, okay, tell me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'll shut up and I, listen. I will defer to you on this matter, right? <laughs> I may have an opinion or ask some questions about something, but I'm going to go uh, ahead and defer to you. We got to get in contact with Laverne. So the primary tomorrow, uh, Laverne, who we know who is running in the 6th Six. district, yes. is... Is uh, just a stone's throw from the second from district because they're yeah. both. Uh, Laverne is central, northern, and Ashley's is the second, which is Knoxville, so that's eastern or whatever. Yeah, two uh, strong women yeah. that could could win this. And Tennessee's been interesting because they've had quite a bit of female representation. Yes, um, Marsha Blackburn, who's running for governor, and then Representative yep. Black, who's uh, running. For- is it uh, Dana Black? Uh, yeah, Diane, Diane Black. Black. Diane yeah. Black, who's running for... Senator? Or is it the opposite? No, one is running for Senate. And one Diane is running Black's for running for Senate, I think. Yes, I think Diane Black's running for Senate, and I think Blackburn is running for right. for, for governor. Either or two good ladies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, powerful. It's pretty pretty awesome. So, yeah, Ashley, at first glance, is definitely somebody you want to, uh, you want yeah. to, you want to back and support. All right, uh Got a quick, get a quick break in, and we'll come back with more. Please get the tweets in, if you would. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. It's not sugar-coated. It's not fluff. It's just the truth. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Mordecai just stepped into the studio. Uh, I got to ask you something. Hold it. Come on back. Come, back. Come on, Mordecai. <laughs> uh, Mordecai, who doesn't Do recognize our clients, or like earth water and whatever. Yeah. He just moved no, on from there or whatever. Not wine. Earth I don't water. even um, work here. What are you talking about? He, Mordecai <laughs> is... It sounded anti-military to me when he said he would never date a woman oh, in the service. Oh, that is just messed is it, up. Is that anti-military? That no, is anti-military. That is would not. you date a woman in the service? Or was in the service? Was he in the would service. not. I know he would not. Know. Don't, <laughs> don't try to hide it. Answer <laughs> the same way. You are putting me on the spot answer like the you same always way. do. Answer the same way you answer when we're off air. No, he said probably, no, he would not. Probably not. And why not? Why not? Is it, is it anti, are you anti-military? No. Okay. So why wouldn't you date somebody in the service um, or who had served? They'd beat him know. out. I think it's just like the fact that she. <laughs> I saw that. I saw. No, that I was no, mo- you... motioning to Kirk Jones. Kirk is talking to. He's talking to. Uh, How do you headphones? You could hear well, him too. Yeah. Um, um, why wouldn't you not date? A are you female? emasculated by them? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. You feel emasculated. I bet Kirk's the same way. I don't know why Kirk, he's laughing. No, in the I would not. No, no. I See? wouldn't care. You would oh, not date. That's a lie. I would. Yeah, oh, I wouldn't care. Okay, that's a lie. Seriously, you would not, none of them, there. even if it is, you know, no, veteran. No, I'm serious. I mean, no, I mean, uh, uh Yeah, because I mean, you said, like, yeah, okay, what about the uniform co- thing? What and about I was cop? like, yeah. Were you yeah. did a female cop? Um, what if he know. had a great mustache, though, and full <laughs> beard? Great... What if, I mean, if it was, if he was hot, no? <laughs> no, not at all. No. Wow, so where do you... What about firefighter? Yeah, what about firefighter? Female okay. firefighter. <laughs> I just were trying no. to find out. Firefighter's no. pushing it if you ask me. Whoa, whoa. Oh, okay. What do you mean? But now I don't would you date a cop, Kirk Jones? Uh, I don't know. That's that's kind of pushing it too. I am new things. This is fascinating. But it's not just that. Like, Wasn't your an MMA cop? fighter, yes. a boxer or something? A military I wouldn't cop. be able to do that either. Really? Yeah, no. A boxer? Like a yeah. power lifter? I don't think I'd be able to do that. Wow. Well, power lifter. I mean, <laughs> she's going to be gargantuan. She's going to be curling me. <laughs> she's going to look like morning. a gargoyle. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be like, it's like, I'm dating this dragon. Yes. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm dating the ogre. I'm just saying it's not Gargoyle. because of the uniform. Because he was like, what about a nurse? I was like, oh, yeah, I'll date a nurse. No, for me, it's there. I mean, it doesn't matter the profession as long as they have certain physical yeah. qualities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they're larger than me, that's not going to work <laughs> for me. It's like, I'm going to pick you up and sit you in this seat right here, Mordecai. You're going to sit right here. What about uh, a, a I'm wearing gymnast. that lacy thing a you what? like. A gymnast. Um, I don't know. I don't think that's bad. <laughs> I don't know because they're kind of tiny. Yeah, yeah, that alone. As long uh, here's the addendum on dating okay. a gymnast. Absolutely, I did a gymnast if they're fit and whatever. Yeah. As long as they never stop gymnasting. Oh, so has to continue because as soon as gymnasts stop. Oh yeah. Have you seen yeah, what happens? So does the, the uh, day after they stop. Boop. Huge. <laughs> it's like they've got to do this every day. They're a slave to it. As soon as you stop. What about yeah, uh, I think like Cal? Cal, you know, his wife is a uh, what is she? physical, physical, trainer. physical right? trainer. Okay. What about physical trainer? Um, I think so. I mean, it's not like I wouldn't date a girl who worked out or anything. It's just I feel like it's if you can take me down. Then I feel like that. That's kind of like the line right there. Who can take you down? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Huh? Even Sarah can take you down. Sarah can't take me down. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't work out. You have to. You can't feel like they can. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Wow. Even Marissa can take you down. Right. I know Marissa. Oh, Marissa's already taken me down. <laughs> One time I didn't do Glenn Beck prep, and she was just like, oh, dude. All over you. I know. <laughs> Marissa's is Don't tiny. Scare I know. I know. So it's thing. not. It's she's not. A she's a vegetarian. vegetarian. <laughs> she is. I mean, she's. What does she weigh? She's like 90, 90 pounds. pounds. Wet. She's 90 right. pounds wet. That's how she's five foot That's four. That's what I'm saying. And this cute little it's just soft the fact spoken. That they can take me down. That's it. I mean, Marissa treats me like I'm Diana Ross. She averts her eyes when she. She walks by. She looks at the ground. She never, she never says anything. She's the, she's the best. She's she is. She kicked your ass. Wow. <laughs> you wow. need to. I don't know what you need to do. Either go to the gym or get stronger. Because okay. damn. All right. You what if made the ridges? What if we found joke you? Once. Yes. What if we found like you this. a smoking hot cop, firefighter, veteran, active dude? I mean, they were. She was smoking. smoking. Hot. You wouldn't at least try. You wouldn't at least say, I'll go on a date with you. She's she's really? awesome. You You're have like, to think about that? She likes bad, crappy rap like yes. I like. If she, cause you and like she plays the drums like oh, you that's do. that's messed up. Right. That's <laughs> she's not like, crappy I like, <laughs> I like this bad music, you know? Okay, come on. Some come of the music you listen to is pretty bad. Okay, yeah. I listen to a lot of things. And yeah, bad crappy is a little bit of it. But she had similar likes. Yes. Would you be okay? Would you at least try? Sure, why not? Okay, good. We're, At this point, guess. I've been single for so long, I'll okay. just take anything. Really. Now, do they have to be brown? <laughs> um... <laughs> I just want to make sure there's no cultural things with mom and dad's like you bring this white girl home, this yellow girl home. I mean, anything like that. Right? It's happened several times. But okay. Now she doesn't. So the have parents to don't have to, have to be brown or Mexican or anything like that. Okay. It's the same um, thing. Brown Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> what are you? Not, all Mexicans are brown, but not all brown people are Mexicans. Right. Oh, I hate when you do that. Cause yeah, I have to think about it. I, know I think I hate that's it. what it is. You know? Okay. So uh, what about faith? You know? Oh yeah. Anybody mm-hmm. out? Anything? You okay with the... Okay. Kind of open to anything, really. Okay. Okay. Wiccans and... You're okay to Wiccans if there's something like this. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay good. Just want to make sure we're going to some things. Good. All right, sounds good. We got a mission now. Do. So if you know somebody <laughs> who's active duty or a veteran, firefighter, Smoking a cop... hot. Right. Now, but uh, you like more petite, Oh, right? yeah. Um, or you just don't... Or you're not... in the middle. I'm in the middle. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. guys. I'm just trying to find the whatever. Yeah. All right, good. There it is. There's the challenge, Internet. Haircut. Holes we have. Haircut? Like, uh, what kind of haircut? I can't want to do look... like the super short hair. Okay, Chris, you want to look the policy yeah. for yeah, girls? Yeah, that's what I figured, yeah. What's that? Chris, what's the policy for girls in the military with their hair? Uh, either the... Uh, it's the bun, right? Either the bun or the low cut, like, you so know. they have like, to have, like, the, to their neck, like, their yeah. shoulders? Yeah. Nothing past the shoulder. Okay. There we go. There's the challenge, Jack Holes. Find Mordecai a date in this. Man, I'm going to be looking at Tweet Deck, and I'm just going to see a whole bunch of pictures of just some random. A beautiful things. woman. Listen, Mordecai, I understand. I understand what you're saying about yeah. being a masculine. I mean, Ashley Nichols. I mean, it was. Yeah. She was legit. I was a masculine on everything, yeah. career, everything, not just man. I was like, okay, she's got it. I don't. I'm. A, I'm an idiot. I'm a fool. <laughs> Hate her so much. Got it. Um, when you're younger, it's primarily. Uh, you know, physical little yes. look. You're like, they're yes. hot or whatever. That still matters. You get a little older. But then there's one thing that trumps all of that when you get older. Personality. Cash. Oh. Money. How yeah. much do they make? How much do they make? Hey. So, yeah. I mean, if the dragon walks in and she's like, I got a boatload of money. I'm like, uh, well, okay, right. good. I'm staying home. I'll just sit on your lap at dinner <laughs> and you can spoon feed me. I'm going to set you over here, doc. Okay, good, good. With the bib? That's right. I, she puts me in her pocket and you get on the... You got cash. I'm in. That's my sugar mama dragon. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network.
collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. All right, so uh, the issue of 3D printed guns apparently is important all of a sudden. Yeah. This is not a new issue. There is a new twist to it, but this is not a new issue. And some of the same arguments or some of the arguments that people on the left have made about why we need gun control or or in favor of gun control um, actually contradict some of the things that they're saying now about 3D printed guns. They're out of their mind once again. So the issue of 3D printed guns, we brought up a couple of weeks ago because there was some new information. The possibility to print the 3D gun has been around for a decade now. Yeah, yeah. I remember Glenn Beck first talking about yeah, it. and he has one. Yeah, he brought it up on the News yeah. and Why It Matters a couple of days ago. By the way, if you haven't had an opportunity to check out the News and Why It Matters, it's available at the Blaze TV. You go to theblaze.com. But it's Glenn, Pat Stu, me, and Sarah Gonzalez. And it's available in podcast form now. Yeah. Just so, to, to, yeah, iTunes, Stitcher, the same place you find all these other things. Mm-hmm. You can check it out today. But a couple of weeks ago, um, we brought up a new policy. And this was based on a lawsuit where a guy got sued for offering schematics to print a 3D, uh, a, uh, to print a gun via a 3D printer. Mm-hmm. And he was sued years ago under the Obama administration. It turns out <clears throat> that they should not have done that. He won the lawsuit. And... The Justice Department dropped the charges. Okay, no harm, no foul. Everything goes away. And now you have the ability to use or share schematics on the Internet. Use those schematics to print a 3D gun. Because that was the the violation was, according to the Justice Department under Obama, he shared the schematics. In other words, the information your printer needs, the blueprint essentially, to print that gun. And they said that's a violation. As it turns out, it is not now. So you can share those schematics, and if you have a 3D printer, start printing a gun. I remember when Glenn did it, I would say probably about 10 years ago, I didn't even know what a 3D printer was until I heard him say it. I couldn't even imagine. I still don't fully understand. I, I get the principle. I don't, I don't get all the like supplies that go into it to get it to be able to print. I guess you could use yeah. any material, but yeah. anyway, Glenn has one of the first 3D printed guns. Many of the guns, although you could theoretically print ones with metal because you can use metal in 3D printers, most of the ones they're talking about are made with hard plastics. Yes. Plastics that could still be used in a gun. It's plastic, but it's not a plastic gun like a toy. It still fires around and still works as a firearm. Now, all of a sudden, because of this new ruling with the Justice Department, the progressives are melting down because now this is a gun control issue. And it's not really a gun control issue. It's really a freedom issue. Even the Second Amendment and gun control issues aren't really gun control issues. They are freedom issues. And the question becomes, from people on the left, they present this idea that, yes, it's about freedom, but shouldn't you, nay, shouldn't we, the government, tell you we must infringe some of your rights Because we have a safety concern. Unbelievable. Think about that. They know that it is an infringement of your rights. But we knowingly have some of our rights infringed at times. In other words, we don't have complete anarchy. Anarchy, extreme right, totalitarian, Nazi, fascism, communism, all of those extreme left. 
our job is to stay as close to the extreme right of anarchy, but knowing we need to infringe some of our rights at times so I don't have to have gun turrets at the top of my house and stay there every day to keep the marauders from coming to my family. We have things like basic laws and it's criminal justice system. But even within that, we have certain constitutionally protected rights. So they know that the question of being able to do whatever you want is freedom and infringing that in any way is an infringement. So second amendment, we need some limitations on guns, Chris, because it's a matter of safety. So they even recognize it is a freedom issue. Yes. The problem is their arguments of why we need to, and should be willing to infringe our second amendment rights are really weak. They don't make sense. The argument that, well, we need to outlaw guns so people won't murder people. Well, you already outlawed murder. Yeah. And you can murder it. all these other ways. Yes. Why do you need the extra, but this one's really important. What they're saying is, you can't murder somebody that's illegal. Great, got it. But we're going to pass another law that says you can't murder somebody this way. Mm. What, are you, what are you talking about? It's already illegal. Murder's murder. Well, we want to stop some of the you from possessing some ways you could murder somebody. Murder's already illegal. Yeah. What about, so all guns? No, no, not all guns. Although some of them want all guns. Not all guns, just these guns. The assault ones. Well, what about the other ones? They can use murder. Well, we don't have to limit that as much. None of it makes any sense. So the latest is now to go after the 3D printed guns and the ability to print 3D guns because, or 3D print guns, because it's going to work for them in the election. Remember, It's crazy season. And so they are acting like 3D printed guns are Chris and I selling nuclear weapons out on the street. That's where they're at with this thing. Because, hey, they're not subjected. They won't be uh, detected by metal detectors. Mm -hmm. They won't be. All of these. Look at how horrible this is. Three. It's been 10 years. (laughs) You could still print 3D guns, even though they're illegal. You could still share the schematics. Mm -hmm. It would be illegal and you may get busted. You could do it on the dark web. You could do it open. A buddy can share it with you. You could program it yourself. You could steal guns. You could steal a 3D printer. You could steal tradition. You could do all of this stuff. But they're making it out that this is ground zero for future assaults, mass murders every day at airports and your schools. And as proof of how they're trying to gin this up, Senator Richard Blumenthal with uh, Schumer and some others speechifying yesterday with props showing you how horrible this is. Let's go to the audio. Increase by an unknown order of magnitude, the arms race on America's streets. Wait, 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 wait. Arms race on America's streets. See, traditionally, folks, the term arms race has been used between countries to describe two countries that are building up their arsenals, usually nuclear weapons. Not exclusively, but that's usually what it is. The arms race between nations to acquire more weapons. That's what an arms race is. He's using it. In 3D printed gun terms on our streets. So the people of Chicago that are murdering other people in Chicago via a a, a firearm, because we're not going to talk about the other ways they murder, just firearms. That's an arms race between they're racing to see who has more weapons because it wasn't it was to who has them. 
I need more and more. It's not this country has weapons, so does this one. It's a race to have more and more. He's applying that. Why would he apply that? Scare tactic. Here it is. The arms race on America's streets. An arms race involving crime guns and uh, literally... Flag in the, Chris, uh, Cruz, you... You gave a little, like a little smirk. He kind of triggered you there. Crime guns? Crime guns. That's right. <laughs> is that part of the assault rifle ones? Is that part of the... Uh... I think it is. You've got your handguns. Yes. You've got your long guns. Yes. You've got your assault weapons. Yes. And now crime guns. Yes. Crime guns. Yes. I don't know if all assault weapons are all the crime guns uh, and all crime guns are not assault weapons, weapons or if yes. it works the other way. I'm not sure. <laughs> I would have hoped that some reporter there would say, excuse me, uh, excuse me, Senator Blumenthal, what is a crime gun? Yeah. Is that a new line of I know guns? what a gun crime is. Yes. Uh, a crime gun. Back that up a little. Let's see if we can figure it out. Race on America's streets. An arms race involving crime guns and literally ghost guns. The reason they're known as ghost guns is they are undetectable and untraceable. This proposed law. Hang on a second. That is not true. What's not true? The tracing. You can see them. You could, even though they're not metal, you put them through a scanning device, like say, like at the TSA. Mm-hmm. It's going to outline a gun. Wait a minute, hang on, Chris. You're not going to see that on one of those scanners. Yes, you are. It's going to make a little outline that looks like a handgun, a rifle, a shotgun, whatever they made. It will still look like a gun. Want to prove it to yourself and have some fun? Take a toy plastic gun. Throw it in that carry-on bag and put it through the scanner and see if they don't pull that bag out oh, under extreme yes. prejudice. Yes. Go ahead and uh, do a little wood one. Just take a little piece of wood and carve it out in the shape of a gun. See what happens when you go through the airport. 5% of the time, they're going to catch it and it's going to be trouble. Oh. But they would also 5% of the time still <laughs> catch a gun that's been printed on a 3D printer. <laughs> Same time. Yes, uh, uh, they don't work on metal detectors. I mean, metal detectors are not going to get them. But remember, we don't just have metal detectors. No. <clears throat> we got rapist scans. We have rapist scan machines, yes. which don't just detect metal no. or things in the shape of a gun. They detect any anomaly, anything in your pocket. That's the reason they say empty your pockets completely because they don't care what it is. Gun, cell phone, keys, brick, an Auntie Anne pretzel that you just got before you walk through the uh, scanner. It's going to say something in your front pocket and they're going to say what's in your pocket. By the way, this piece of paper will trigger the rapist scan. Absolutely. This piece of paper. 5% of the time, they are going to catch it. A little more from Richard Blumenthal. Is they are undetectable and untraceable. This proposed law, the untraceable gun safety law. By the way, real uh, quick, this is a law that he is proposing with these other senators. Go ahead. Of 2018 will require that guns be traceable. It will ban guns that are untraceable, undetectable, ghost guns, 3D design. Hold on. So Richard Blumenthal wants a gun ban. He just said yes. will, his legislation will ban guns. Okay. That can lead only to increasing death and hold, fatality. Hold it. Those guns can only lead to, will only lead to increasing deaths. Do you have support documentation on that? How? How is that? It absolutely will lead to increased deaths. This is okay. study. Okay, that seems like a, a statement that he may just be making up. Yes. Or, okay, here we go. and injuries on our streets. So 
this crisis really is of the Trump administration. Hold on, crisis. Crisis. Did you see the hordes of marauders pouring over the hills with 3D printed guns? God, it was like it was raining 3D printed guns. Just out there. It's like manna from air. It was just 3D (laughs) guns from the air. They were just falling down. God was like, and here you go, 3D printed guns for all of y'all, my children. Yeah. Crisis? (laughs) All right. Here we go. Making. And I'm going to give the president the benefit of the doubt. Good. He didn't know about it. Blame it on Jeff Sessions. It was <laughs> Attorney General Sessions' fault. Okay, well, hang he, on a second. The reason he said... give me this a little background on because that? Because it was the Justice Department, headed up by Jeff oh, Sessions, Jeff the Sessions. AG, okay. who then um, said that it was not a violation and said the kid could print the 3D guns oh, we told you about or whatever. Okay, okay. That they, they clean up. They didn't do that under Obama. Obama oh, okay. was still trying to punish him on this. Okay. Jeff Sessions said, no, it's not illegal to do this. They, they made their ruling on it. So he's blaming Sessions. Knew that Attorney General Sessions was going to settle this case. He never would have hired him. He can simply attribute it to a misjudgment on the part of the Department of Justice. And Secretary Pompeo can be a hero here. He can respond to my colleague, Senator Markey, that he's heard him, he's heeded his advice, and now they are going to, in fact, ban these ghost guns. Otherwise, let me just reach across here. Uh, Here's his visual aid. It's a big cardboard cutout of a picture. It's split top and bottom. I think one of them is uh, an actual long gun. Okay. You know, metal, whatever. Mm -hmm. And the other is a 3D printed one. I think that's what they're doing. Wow, that's pretty cool if that is. And he's holding it up. Here we go. Coming to a theater near you. Coming to a theater near you. Coming to a school near you. Coming to a sports stadium. To mm-hmm. any public place. Mm-hmm. These ghost guns are the new wave of American gun violence. You will see them around our streets in our airports our train stations Mm -hmm. they are undetectable untraceable forget about the tsa guarding the plane that you uh uh chris uh, Uh, hold on any thought on uh, that the tsa is guarding the plane well, they're protect- They're securing it. No, you they're go not. What are you talking Let about? Let me tell about f- 10 second flash. Let me tell about things that I've done on purpose and they have not caught me doing it. Let's talk about the story that Skip Lacombe posted yesterday on his social oh, media. That's that right. They said that New Mexico is not a state. Pull, pull, up, pull, pull oh. that up and you can read it in a second. Documented multiple times by even liberal leaning or progressive news outlets like ABC News documented that the failure rate of TSA to catch contraband, including weapons, is into the 95 is into the 90 percentile. I think 94 was ABC's finding 95 other times. It's into the 90 percentile. The TSA is not keeping us safe. And now you're going to say that because of these guns. What, what, it's going to get raised, uh, worse? That the rapist scans and, and other metal, that they'll now have a 99% failure rate? 
There are 90%. Right. And you're holding up the TSA. Okay. okay. So Skip, and I, we should find out uh, More? If, if he knows who this was. It was yeah. random. He uh, screen grabbed something that somebody posted. Yep. And then this is from the person that posted this point of view. At JFK Airport to fly home and get stopped at security. Here, let me be- do this. At JFK Airport to fly home and get stopped at security because I need a valid ID. Six different TSA agents told me that New Mexico is not a state and I can't travel without a passport. They finally found a supervisor willing to Google if New Mexico is a state or not. And then he decided that NM, the abbreviation, the official abbreviation for New Mexico, is like Puerto Rico. It's not a state, but people from there are allowed in the U.S. Eye roll. And then a little eye roll emoji. These are the people that he's saying are guarding the planes. New Mexico, I mean, it's like old Mexico, but it's newer. You know, I, is there a newest Mexico? Is there? Is there? Newer Mexico, New, something like that. Oh, man. It has Mexico in the title. I, that's what it was. That's what it is. It had Mexico in the and title. And by the way, this New York and New Hampshire. New Hampshire. I think they're also like uh, territories. Oh, Because about- you have York and Hampshire, oh, you know, over in the UK. What about New Jersey? Uh, same thing. It's over there. Oh, yeah, okay. Same, right. Okay. Um, yeah, you don't know. It took you that many. There's not one of them in there goes, idiots. It's New, New Mexico. Mexico is a state. You don't understand? And by the way, the driver's license says, uh, 123 Smith Drive, New Mexico, USA. Wow. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. Hey, if stuff like this frustrates you, uh, there is some, something you can do today. It'll only take a couple of minutes, and it'll have ongoing, powerful, lasting impacts on all of this stuff, and that is switch your account to Patriot Mobile. You got your cell phone provider, your internet provider, switch to Patriot Mobile today. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash doc and get all the information. Patriot Mobile is working for you. They're the only non-progressive mobile provider in America today, which means... If you don't have Patriot Mobile, your money is working against you. They're all sending it to groups like Bloomberg's anti-gun group. Meanwhile, Patriot Mobile, they stand with the NRA. A little bit of their profits go to support groups and organizations and candidates that support your Second Amendment rights. Stand today with the NRA. Stand today with Patriot Mobile by switching over to Patriot Mobile at patriotmobile.com slash doc. That's patriotmobile.com slash doc. Don't forget, they'll give you $1,500 up uh, per account, up to $1,500 to pay off past bills if you need to transition. They'll give you an E4, E4 plus for just four bucks a month, and they'll waive the activation fee if you use the promo code doc at patriotmobile.com slash doc speak your mind 888-900-3393 this is the morning blaze with doc thompson part of generation blaze on the blaze radio network Culturally diverse morning show on the radio, hosted by a white guy. It's almost. the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. We touched on a little bit, but I almost forgot to tell people about RidUZone and where you can get it. R-I-D-U-Zone, RidUZone. It's a great product that's going to help you lose weight by making you feel fuller and boosting your metabolism. Boom, done. done. That's, how, that's how simple it is. Yep. Just order at RidUZone.com, take as directed, and you will begin to lose weight. Take is directed, and it's going to make you feel fuller, and it's going to boost your metabolism. Think about where you can be just a couple of weeks down the road. 
I mean, you're in a bad way, you're depressed, stuff's frustrating, it's difficult. I get it. Start today. Order. It'll come. You start taking as directed, and within weeks, you'll be shedding pounds. You'll be looking great. And if you got a lot of weight to lose, imagine, it could it could be just a couple of months down. By the end of the year, when most people are doing their New Year's resolution, and you, oh, I gained weight through the holidays, this will actually help you through the holidays not to gain and continue to lose. I mean, we're at August 1st today. In five months, you could be down, who knows, 40, 50, 60 wow. pounds? Who knows? RidUZone, R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Order today, RidUZone.com. Alrighty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the morning place. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned that I do not have basic math skills. I can't conjugate a verb, and I don't know that New Mexico is a state, but I can sing every damn advertising jingle from the 70s and 80s. We learned that chanting crowds leads to a medical condition known as Irius Wormius. We learned that I'm willing to date a dragon if she's rich. <laughs> You're pretty much there, too, Chris. I'm there, too, yes. Also, we learned that a founding principle of Nazism, you must pay for groceries with a check. With a check, yes. It's one of their founding. Yes, Hitler, yes. checks all over the place. <laughs> Himmler, Hess, yep. big check big users. Check user? They use credit oh, cards, cash. Cash. No. I mean, they also use gold that they stole from Jews, oh. uh, but but it but was usually be a check. Yeah, oh, check was their got primary source. Got it, got it, Chris got Cruz, it. what, if anything, did you learn today? Acosta still this morning. Here's the chance. CNN sucks. CNN sucks. CNN sucks. <laughs> Leave it to Mordecai to hate on military women, mili- uh, veteran women, first responder women. He better change that policy. It's only a matter of time he gets pulled over for by a female cop. Oh, that's right. Oh, and Doctor, I don't know about this, but some Congress people believe that 3D guns are falling from the sky like manna. It is. They're everywhere. And and by the way, wait till we get to four and five D printed guns. I mean, come on. That's. I think the man is 4D printed. Oh, that's what that okay, is. Got it. Got it. Got it. Hey, uh, Kirk Jones, spin of the Dials Radio Style, Dallas, Texas Morning Mercury Studios. What if anything did you learn today? Hey, I learned today that Mordecai is scared of 90 pound women. <laughs> or get beat up by 90 pound yeah, women. Yeah, We can just it. say scared. It's right there. You're scared. Chris Cruz, what if anything? Wait, what are you wearing today? Oh, I'm wearing uh, my beautiful dress that someone got me. That's a Wonder Woman outfit. It's not a. Is that an apron? It's a dress. It's a hat. It's a dress. Wonder Woman apron. Uh, okay. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did the listeners learn today? DM, DM saying, please wish Beth a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Beth. Uh, Patrick saying, Doc, be careful. The hyena is loose in the studio again. It is, yes. <laughs> Michael uh-huh. saying, there's a long story of women who could make Mordecai feel emasculated. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, let's be honest. They all eventually have made us yes, feel emasculated. Yes. That's what he hasn't figured out yet. That's part of their job as women. Let's be frank saying, Mordecai and Kirk need a web, a web dating uh, site specialist. Oh, that's what they need. You're right. Yep. Uh, Tia Topping saying five-year-old girl or Mordecai. Always bet on the five-year-old girl. Without question. <laughs> Remember, uh, oh, uh, I didn't get the new numbers on procrastination. Uh, I'll do it tomorrow. What else yes. is coming up? Uh, lots of topic, Doc. Lots what is of Glenn coming up? He's talking to some advisor. What's he wearing today? Uh, subtleness. Subtleness? Yes. I look more like smugness to me, but... Remember, The Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Six Semper Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever, Wherever you, you are. Anya, now, you go home. It's a Wonder Woman apron is what it is. Oh, it is? You should give that to Glenn. Have wear that. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.
Knowledge is power. Tweet at us with the hashtag what I learned today. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.